Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, Hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today. podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. No matter what nobody say, man. Spirit, can't nobody fuck with me, man. You know, I can't be fucked with, you know. Whether you pay to see me win, or you pay to see me lose, you're gonna pay. Fuck it, your kids still gotta eat. I don't have to watch, you know, any footage of a fighter. I mean, because I'm Floyd Mayweather, everybody gotta watch me. I knew eventually I was gonna have to fight Oscar. I feel like, um, I feel like he was straight up and down, no really no special effects. Boxingwoods.com. How can Canelo have the biggest deal? Your, your deal is for 300 million. And I made, I made 350 million just in one fight. And you're fighting on the app. Boxingwoods.com. I'm a king, okay? Mm-hmm. I eat a feast. When, every time I eat, I eat a feast. And when I get up from the table, I don't give a fuck who get the leftovers. At the end of the day, follow my green friend. What up, what up, what up? Good morning, happy Sunday. It's fun day later on tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern. It's going to be crow day for all you bums that got it wrong. Listen, I'm not happy with myself. I second-guessed myself. I knew Vargas, or I felt, rather. I didn't know. I felt Josue Vargas was not going to be durable enough for Zepeda. But I wanted to believe in Jose Guzman. Then I wanted to believe in the many community members that tried to sway me into believing that uh, Josue was going to do it. And they did. They did. They did change my mind, you know. I even laid a stupid bet on Josue on my bookie.ag using my own code, BETTBV, for Vargas by decision in a beautiful parlay mm, that was bringing me in about 585 plus 585. But obviously, that went out the window. That went out the window. And yes, I do apologize. We are some minutes late. But, you know, in Florida, every day is Friday. And I went for a walk. (sighs) Old man 
has to stay in shape. So I went for a walk, had to come back and shower, put the pot of coffee on, and now I'm enjoying a Puff Puff Pastries oatmeal raisin cookie and some coffee. But it's the morning after thoughts. You know what we're here for. What did we think the morning after? Hmm? How do we feel today? Waking up today and watching the dismantling of Boots, Jerron Boots Ennis, at the hands of Thomas the Lawman. Well, he definitely put on a performance, but the lawman, the lawman, on the other hand, he might feel differently. Thomas, the lawman, may feel slightly different. I'm just saying. If we go to his Instagram, look at what he says. Quiero darle la gracia a todos mis seguidores. Por su apoyo, pero esta noche recibí un golpe ilegal en el primer round. No esa es una excusa. Pueden ver la repetición y no puede recuperarme. I hope I said that right, 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 right. Repetición, yeah. Y no podía recuperarme sin quitarle... El crédito a Enes es un gran peleador, pero esta noche no fue justo para mí. Okay, so let's try to translate that. He says, uh, I want to give thanks to all my followers for your support. But tonight I received an illegal blow in the first round. No, it's not an excuse but you can see in the replay, I could not recover from that blow. Now, I'm saying this without trying to take credit away from Ennis, who is a great fighter. But tonight, there was no justice for me. Hmm. Now, I'm not going to act like people didn't think that blow was behind the head. It's not like I didn't hear that. It's not like you didn't think that. And for Delorme, this is where he's at, you know? <clears throat> this is where he's at. He's Once again, he did say, I'm not trying to take away credit from Menace. He is a great fighter. He's a great fighter, but I feel I had no justice tonight. Now, that's, that's Delorme who Ennis faced. That's his opinion of the situation. Us, on the other hand, we seen Ennis blow through Thomas Delorme in one round. That's how, you know, we pretty much seen it. He smoked him in that first and made a statement, the type of statement that he needed to make. But he doubled down on his statement with his 
post-fight call-out. Uh, I've been, I been ready two years ago. That's lining them up, the top, the top five guys. You already know. Spence, Ugas, Porter, Crawford winner. Spence, Spence Ugas, Porter, Crawford, Keith Thurman. Y'all know I'm coming Philly in that building. We're taking over this welterweight division. Let's get it. Hmm. He called out a lot of names there. Spence, Porter, Crawford, Thurman. Did he even say Ugas? He said a lot of names. Well, that's an awful lot of names. Can you narrow? <laughs> Tell him, Jim, that is a lot of names. Well, that's an awful lot of names. Can you narrow it down in your mind who you'd like? Uh, I'm ranked number three in the IBF, so uh, Earl Spence. All right. So hmm. I wonder how that's going to sit with, 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 with fans. Uh, Earl Spence. Hmm. Uh, Earl Spence. All right. Sounds good. Uh, Earl Spence. I'm ranked number three in the IBF, so uh, Earl Spence. I'm ranked number three in the IBF, so uh, Earl Spence. I'm ranked number three in the IBF, so uh, Earl Spence. I'm ranked number three in the IBF, so uh, Earl Spence. Now, what do you guys think, though? Earl, on the other hand, right? He's made it clear. He's Mr. No Tune-Ups. No warm-up fights. Now, we got a poll that's been going for some time now. Ugas is out. Should Earl Spence versus Jerron Ennis happen as Spence's first fight back? 56% of our viewing audience on YouTube.com forward slash The Boxing Voice have voted Yes, Spence said no tune-ups. 13% said no, Earl needs a warm-up fight. 15% said Jerron Ennis beats Spence next fight. And 16% said Ennis should fight Blair Cobbs. Now, for those that don't know, Blair Cobbs showed up to Ennis's fight. Posted, I'm here to see what all the hoopla is about. And then once Ennis was showered, done, he stalked him. He found him and he called him out. Now this call out was met with deaf ears by Jerron Ennis, who simply repeated over and over, you know, you know, I'll kill you. Like, you know I'll kill you. And then Bozy got wind of the back and forth between Blair the Flair, woo, Cobbs. And he came over there. He said, man, you know what happened in Spawn. You ran up out of there. You ran up out of there. But we have a situation here on our hands and it's one that we're calling the hunter becomes the hunted Earl was in this position and Earl took a stance from this position 
Earl decided, I want to fight Keith Thurman, the unified champion. Keith Thurman had his mind and eyes set on bigger and better things at the time. Earl Spence got mad. But he continued his rise to the top. And now the hunter has become the hunted because Ennis is on his heels asking for his shot the way that Earl used to ask Thurman to fight him. Now let's be real. Some may say Ennis needs to wait his turn. Others may say Earl needs to unify, fight Bud and Ugas. But are you being selfish? Because in one sentence, people like to agree with Earl Spence that he's right for his treatment of Keith one-time Thurman. Because Keith didn't want to give him a shot. So now Keith is out here begging, is how boxing fans like to say. So should Earl do what Keith did to him, or should he listen to the call out of Jerron Ennis? Now again, it's been two years. I can easily put up the audio of Ennis telling Earl to his face via FaceTime and Gilly the Kid where he's saying, listen, I ain't even show you everything yet. That's two years ago. That's two years ago he on FaceTime calling out Earl. So the truth is, would it be considered ducking at this point? I know that a lot of you want to rush to, well, Earl needs to unify with Ugas. Earl needs to fight the winner of Porter Crawford. But isn't it been two years of Ennis calling out Earl? How long does he have to wait for an opportunity? Yes, sir. We own this. Philly first Dallas, nigga. Yes, sir. What did you say, Earl? What did you say? Oh, pups can't talk shit to big dogs. I ain't even show y'all nothing yet. It's, it's, it's a whole different arsenal. It's, it's levels, man. How long we gotta wait, though? I mean, <laughs> that, that, okay. That's that's what he's supposed to say. That's what he's supposed to say. He's supposed to say something like that. <laughs> What's up, though, bro? Yes, sir. So, so back then, he letting them know. I ain't even show you nothing. We ready now. Philly versus Dallas. What up? Yellow Bees are right there. Gilly the Kid right there. And it's like, I ain't even show you nothing. He like, come on, pups can't talk to no big dogs. That's what Earl said. That was back then. How long ago was that? 28 weeks, it looked like, from this little post. That's a long time. That's half a year. More than half, ain't it? 52 in a year. Know what I'm saying? So, again, Earl was upset with Thurman, who made him wait. Crawford is upset with Earl, who's making him wait. Are we going to get upset with Earl, who's making Ennis wait? These two guys are on the same side of the street.
We all know Ennis is not with Al Heyman. And that can most certainly hinder the situation for the young Jerron Ennis. Um, experts in the business believe that Ennis will not get a shot at a top PBC guy until he is somehow, and I'll use the, you know, co-promoted for lack of a better word, right? There is a better word and a term out there because we all know Al is not a promoter. But as you can tell from Keith Eidick, boxing scribe on one of the biggest websites in the world, Boxing Scene. We've had Eidick on this show many, many times. He says, an important impediment to keep in mind as it relates to Jerron Boots Ennis. Not getting the higher profile PBC welterweights he wants is that he is not a PBC fighter. Whether he likes it or not, he might not get those types of fights until he, until Al Heyman becomes a partner in his career. Now, my question to you is, Earl needs a fight. Let's be real. This is not a gambling sport. Al needs a new star. There's the possibility that Earl's fire will continue to burn. But with accidents, with surgeries, with inactivity, where does Al Heyman hang his hat? Who does he see as his next star? Can he get some sort of co-promotion with Ennis? Feeling safe and comfortable enough to then put him in the ring with Earl because if he beats Earl, he has some sort of paper, some sort of in interest, invested interest in Jerron. And for Jerron, should that be the thing he does? Or should he go this route? Say in interviews that there is no across the street. Say in interviews that guys are ducking him. But know in real life, deep down in your heart, that this is a business and you definitely need to move as if it's a business. It's the morning afterthoughts, and that's how I'm feeling. You know, Ennis may need to do what we've been begging Crawford to do for years. And some may say, well, look, Crawford got his fight at 34, so that's not a win. Ennis should not have to wait till 34 to get a fight because he chose to be I don't know, stubborn and not want to sign. Now, if he chooses to be stubborn, if he chooses to stay with Cameron Duncan, well, then these are the types of fighters that he's going to get. Welterweight's coming off of two back-to-back -back losses that never really had a huge name, but they're durable. Delorme is a durable name. What he did to Delorme is impressive because no one's ever done it. Obviously, Delorme has his own excuses, but what he did to Lippinets, no one ever done it. Now, Delorme did hit him with two right hands. Same right hands that Lippinets hit him with. Now, you know, we've had this conversation. You know, you're taking those sort of chances that Ennis is taking, throwing those sort of punches on the inside, you're going to be susceptible to being hit back. It's a fight. Uh, but my worry when I see things like that is always what happens when you're on the higher level and Earl Spence hits you like that. 
Do you go down the way Crawford, uh, excuse me, do you go down the way Porter went down? So when I see Ennis taking the type of shots like that from a, from a Delorme, from a Lipnietz who's 35 moving up, then, then yeah, it does make me wonder, like, what happens if Earl counters you with that right? Or Keith counters you with that right? Or Danny with that right? Or Porter, but we know Danny ain't doing it. That ain't happening. Philly on Philly on crime. Philly, Philly crime don't happen. But this is what we're talking about. Now, is this the biggest fight to make right now? Like, with the fact that Sean Porter and Crawford are fighting in November, it's not like Earl could just wait around for Crawford. Yes, I guess in a in a in a perfect world, Crawford could say, man, I beat uh Porter November 20th. I'm ready after Christmas to start a training camp. That's absolutely true. He could absolutely start a training camp January 1st or December 30th or even the 26th. But are they going to do that cross-promotion big fight? Like, I just don't see Al. It's not a smart business move for me to cash out Earl. And, And the reason I use the term cash out is because of the probabilities of where he's at. You know, is he 100 or is he 70, like he said, with Danny? And is that percentage dropped now with the surgery? So, you know, if I'm out, I'm not about to do a co-promotion with you. With Earl, I need to do a co-promotion with a, with, a, with, a, with, a, with a fighter that I know is 100% so that me and my company have a better chance at bringing not only the belts back, but bringing your belt back too. So that being said, you got to put him through the test with your own fighter before you send him out to battle to go face, you know, Troy. <laughs> and I mean from the movie. Wait, his name ain't Troy, it's Achilles. Shit. But yeah, man, um, interesting because the way that People interpreted it was like, yo, he called out Thurman, but he definitely said all the names in the book, you know, Uh, but he doubled down on Earl. That's the only name he said twice. That's the only name he gave when he asked, when he was asked to narrow it down. Crawford, Keith Thurman, y'all know I'm coming Philly in that building. We're taking over this welterweight division. Let's get it. Well, that's an awful lot of names. Can you narrow it down in your mind who you'd like? Uh, I'm ranked number three in the IBF, so uh, Earl Spence. Short and sweet. Earl Spence. And I think it's a, it's a fight that they could be made in the first quarter. You know, Earl needs a fight. He said no tune-ups. You know, Crawford, Porter winner, could be in the stands. First quarter, Earl versus Spence. You know, put Thurman on the undercard with Mikey Garcia. Make it a pay-per-view. Easy. I don't mind. Give me Colbert Gutierrez on undercard. I like that. Now that's a dream, so we'll stick to the first wish, which, which is the new biggest fight in the division. Earl versus Boots. The truth versus Boots. Now, IBF can mandate it. 
ignorant boxing. He was number three yesterday before that performance. Before that performance. So he might certainly be elevated. Will they mandate it? Mm, who knows? But he can definitely get a boost in the rankings. Maybe the IBF's president, Daryl Peoples, could consider making an eliminator fight for uh, Boots Ennis and Abdurakorov. I mean, Quadratrulo Abdurakorov. Maybe. Hmm. Dre Dot is saying that now everybody wants Earl to fight Keith. And, uh, you know, obviously our, our good friend over in Nova Scotia feels that Thurman is going to be getting an opportunity with his Canadian friend, Costillo Clayton, who's coming off the robbery draw to Lipinets. And there's heavy rumors that the Clayton team has accepted numerous fights with Boots, but hasn't been given the fight with Boots. So again... More of today's show is the hunter becoming the hunted. <coughs> Once upon a time, Earl hunted Keith. Then Crawford hunted Earl. Earl was hunting Pacquiao. And now Ennis is on the hunt for Earl. And Blair the Flair Cobbs, woo, on the hunt for Ennis. So I, I'll say this. If Ennis can't get Earl Spence, and if the Castillo Clayton Thurman rumor is true, there's nothing else there. There's nothing else there. So Ennis then needs to turn his attention to the one person calling him out. You see, I think that we got to put a stop to this, right? Earl is telling Ennis, you a pup. I'm a dog. Ennis is telling Blair, you ain't on my level. There's levels. Earl, excuse me, Thurman was telling Earl, you wasn't ready. So, like, if everyone is going to look back at the person calling them out, and find an excuse, well, we're in a horrible sport. We're in a vicious circle that's going nowhere. Because I see people like, hey, Ness, man, stop bringing up Blair's name. Stop bringing up Blair's name. Well, why the fuck is we bringing up Ennis' name? Because he's the one calling out. So you respect his call out, but you don't respect someone else's call out. That's what I'm saying. It's like everybody respected when Earl wanted to fight Thurman. But they didn't respect that Thurman wanted the big fight. So cool. Keep that same energy. Earl wants the big fight. We don't give a fuck, right? We want Ennis. We respect the call out. That's what y'all did. Y'all respected Spence's call out of Thurman. Y'all demanded that fight. Y'all said Thurman was ducking. So like how long before we start saying Earl is ducking? Because he got a call out. And then... I want you to double down and tell me how long it is before Boots gets called the duck because Blair showed up to his fight. I don't want none of you motherfuckers calling in here talking that corny shit about Blair ain't on his level. 
uh, Blair need to go sit down. Blair need to go fight. He came to his fight. That's what we beg fighters to do. I beg Crawford to do that. I beg AJ to do that. I beg Wilder to do that. For years, all them dudes begging them. Please, show up. Show them you want the fight. So don't, don't shit on Blair the Flair because he's doing the right things that we asked him to do. Dudes are so corny, man. Y'all fucking energy is so hypocritical. It's not fair. If you respect Earl's call out of Thurman and you respect Ennis' call out of Earl, well, you got to get right behind Blair the Flair. Ain't nobody else out here calling him out. I don't see nobody else knocking on, on Ennis' door. They, they paying people to take the fight. And look at the fights we getting. Great fight Van Heerden put up. Masterful performance Delorme put up. Oh, my God. Libanets did such a great job. Man, Blair showed the fuck up. Surrounded by Philly dudes. Everybody telling him he ain't going to win. Everybody telling him he know he, he, he going to lose. He still said, I want the fight. We'll see. Let's fight. They start talking spawn. He said, let's spar again. But y'all don't want to back that. Why? Why? Oh, his name ain't Earl Spence. His name ain't Boots, Javon Boots Ennis. That's what it is. But everything we ask these fighters to do, he done. And y'all going to brush him off. Y'all going to brush him off. Y'all ain't going to keep that same Earl Spence energy. Oh, he dug Thurman ducking Earl. Thurman ducking Earl. Y'all ain't going to keep that energy. Oh, Earl, Earl don't want to fight Crawford. Y'all ain't going to keep that energy. He calling him out. He told him to get a belt. Y'all ain't going to keep that energy. Y'all going to forget. Y'all going to forget. Because we swear we know more. We swear we know more. Meanwhile, everybody was thinking Vargas about to win yesterday. He got flattened in the first round. Yeah, Blair showed up. Yeah, Blair showed up. He was in the crowd with a see-through shirt. Walk straight down on Ennis. Go to fight height, my boy. Walk straight down on Ennis. And it was like 15 minutes. It ain't matter how many people told him no. Right there. 15 minutes. Know what I mean? You, I mean, look. Are, are we really like, like so So we wanted Thomas DeLorme more than Blair? Because I take Blair, a dude that don't know how to lose yet. He don't know how to lose yet, at least. At least. You know? Get a man his shot. Get a man his shot. That's all I'm saying. If we going to give Ennis his shot, then give Blair his shot. If we got mad Earl and get his shot from Thurman, then we should be mad that Blair is getting ignored. When Thurman ignored Earl, called him young, he ain't ready, everybody got behind Earl. What, what, what is going to take Floyd to say that Blair to flare that guy for everybody to get behind him? I'm telling you, man, dude's so hypocritical, it's crazy in these streets. Insane. So, uh, I'm going to open up the phone lines, but Blog Talk is down, man. They must be doing maintenance. I can't stand when they down. So the only way to get in on the fun will be through 
Skype, you know. Add Nesta Gibbs on Skype if you want to be part of the conversation. I will continue. Oh, no one wants that fight. I mean, that's what you're saying. That's what you're saying, you know. It's fresh. Earl versus Thurman, that have that has a lot of years of people, you know, either getting behind it or wanting it. Um, or, or, or getting behind Earl's movement. This call out of Ennis from the flair, the most exciting welterweight in boxing, um, that's brand new. That's brand new. So it's going to be met differently. But I don't think that it should. I think that we should be neutral, unbiased. And if we chose to get behind Earl calling out Thurman, we need to get behind Ennis calling out Spence, and we need to get behind Blair calling out Ennis. Simple. But I'm going to open it up. Uh, I've been, I been ready two years ago. Let's line them up, the top, the top five guys. You already know. Spence, Ugas, Porter Crawford winner. Spence, Spence Ugas. Uh, I've been, I been ready two years ago. That's line. Uh, I've been, I been ready two years ago. That's line them up, the top. Uh, I've been, I been ready two years ago. That's line them up, the top, the top five guys. You already know. Spence, Ugas, Porter Crawford winner. Spence, Spence Ugas, Porter Crawford, Keith Thurman. Y'all know I'm coming Philly in the building. We're taking over this welterweight division. Let's get it. Well, that's an awful lot of names. Can you narrow it down in your mind who you'd like? Uh, I'm ranked number three in the IBF, so. Uh, All right. Sounds good. Congratulations, Boots. Fun to watch. Earl Spence, huh? That's who we want. What y'all going to do? Watch all the Spence fans be like, no. He need to unify, Ness. You a hater. He trying to unify. It's the WBA for it, but that ain't happening, right? And he don't want tune-ups. So what he gonna do? That's my that's my Baltimore DMV accent, my Philly accent for, for boots. He wanna fight him too. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. I mean, it is the best fight to make. It is the best fight to make. Porter Crawford busy. We don't know what's gonna happen. We can't just assume that the winner's gonna be available, that the winner's not gonna want some sort of uh, vacation, you know they they in the top ten fight. They should be entitled to at least have they fight before we start trying to dictate their future. But on the other hand, these two men are available for each other. Tell the truth. Spence is the truth, right? These two guys are available, and Spence has impressed us before. Let let's not mistake this as some sort of. Spence Hatred Show. I mean, he's shown us that he'll fight Danny off of the accident. He's shown us that off of the surgery, he was willing to fight Ugas. I know a lot of Spence haters ain't gonna, or rather Spence fanatics won't make it this far in the show, but he's shown us that he's capable and that the probability of him taking a tough opponent is high. So take Ennis, man. Do the welterweight division a favor and give us the new... Biggest fight in the division.
I mean, remember, Ennis is the guy that said, anything those guys can do, I can do better. Just remember, that's what he said. These calls are brought to you by Big Rigs Trucking Agency, experts for all your insurance and trucking needs. For quotes and consultations, visit us at brtagency.com or contact us at 908-943-6918. Remember to rate us five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to youtube.com slash the boxing voice for the latest and greatest interviews with your favorite fighters. So you hating? I'm that guy. What you want to bet? Whoa. You bet a hundred thousand on that. Let's bet a million. Easy. You getting that money, right? Easy. You bet a million. Easy. And I for the bread. When I stick him, y'all gonna say he was too weak. Oh my life. Okay, bow down, bitches. I'm about to handle business. I'ma teach you all a lesson. This'll only take a minute. Got a part in all this passion in my blood. Niggas hating just because. Think about it. Everybody love Bud. J Mac. Where you at? Where you at? All these niggas hating on me. Shit is whack. Shit is whack. So official with it, don't check stats. Hey, I'm out here trying to get it. I only got a minute. Get ready for the back attack. J Matt. Oh, yo, yo. My bad. Ness, can you hear me? Perfect. Alright. I definitely can support this Nesta Gibbs. Um, I definitely don't have a problem with what you're saying. What you're saying is very factual. The day and time of guys getting called out, we got to respect it. If the guys can't get the fights, then the guy under them. Now, however, I do want to see Boots get these fights that he's calling for. But since I have been taught how boxing goes, and you can't, and like the same thing they're saying, I was laughing because when Blair was getting clowned and sitting out on his level, I was like, damn, they could turn around and tell you that shit the same thing, too. So it's funny how it goes. In sport boxing, is definitely about who your business and what your business can back up for as financial, who you sign with, and what have you. And I, I hate that it is that, but if he can't get these fights, if everyone ain't going to fight him and do the same thing Keith did and stuff, one, everyone need to be held to that standard. Jerron Ennis is on his ass. He's definitely in position to fight everyone closest from what he said. Because um, when the announcer asked him, you got to give me something like a little more concrete. He said, well, I'm number three in the IBF. So that means he's in close position to get the arrow fight. If he can't get the arrow fight, I definitely support the uh, Blair Cobb fight. Even though I think um, Booster knocked him the fuck out. But I still respect how Blair Cobb was in his face um, dealing with all everybody else saying this shit, talking that side shit, what niggas always do. Never getting in the ring. They're just talking on the side and shit. And stuff like that. But I do think he should be able to get the fight. And if he can't get in these big fights, I support the uh the Blair Kyle fight if he don't know when they want to fight him. What else you talking about? Oh, uh oh boy brother in the stands. Oh my god. That nigga cried when he seen his brother get laced out, man. That that was a little sad, but shit. It is what it is. The better man won. He walked right into it, and that's just what it was. All right. J Mac, New Orleans. <clears throat> Real quick, excuse me for that, but um, uh, oatmeal cookies. Shout out to Puff Puff Pastries. 
Real quick, let's go ahead and uh, ring the alarm one more time for MD. Not to be confused with boxing MD in Florida, but this is a new MD that's been making the rounds here on TBV and just became a member. Shout out, shout out. Appreciate the love and support. You get to watch Untitled live every Monday. And uh, I'm going to be doing it with Shan moving forward versus like waiting on all the guys because they're never available late night. Um, so I, I'll run with one co-host consistently and then if anybody else is available, they could just jump on. But I, I like my consistency. I, I do not like missing Mondays, man. Um, the Axiom says... Boots versus Batiev for the WBA regular. If regular is good for Tank, it's good for Boots. Um, but I thought that, that I thought that was the point of the tournament that they're abolishing those, and that's why um, Jamal fought Batiev, and that's why Uga is fighting Stenonius. Um, they got some sort of getting rid of it. Hey, ignorant boxer, man. Hit a pop-up pastries and find out how strong. I'll tell you what. Who's your favorite fighter? That's strong. They Canelo strong. They boot strong. They Crawford strong. <laughs> um. Mm. Sorry for the audio. I know you're probably like, man, this dude smacking in my ear. Take this as a... Advertisement for Puff Puff Pastries. Keeping me right in the morning. A little oatmeal cookie and a sip of coffee. Some boxing talk. You can't go wrong. Carl Brown, super chat. I'm a big Earl Spence fan, and I am with it. I don't think nobody at 147 beating Spence. Real talk. Mm, nobody. This what happens, yo. This is why it's so important to make a statement when you fight. Because look at what people are doing. He said whether he's lying or not, right? Because he could be a he could be like a like a secret agent and shit, saying, "Yo, I'm a I'm a I'm a big Earl Spence fan, but Boots beats him, right?" So it's like, are you a big Earl Spence fan, or are you really a big Boots fan, saying the right things to give Boots the clout he needs, right? But that's the extremes that people go to once you have a fantastic performance. It's so important to make a statement. Like Cepeda, before he got into this fight, people were literally like questioning that he was done. You know what I mean? Which obviously had a lot of people in our community questioning how good he could be, how good he can do, and who we should bet on. You know? Mm. So, that's the funny thing about boxing. I mean, even Juan Carlos Abregu, who Boots just knocked out maybe two fights ago, bro, he slept the Kazakhstanian super prospect. Like, my man was on a tear. He was like, what, 4, 5, and 0? Oh, all KOs or, or 10 and 0? Oh, you know, 6 KOs, something like that? And uh, he was coming for the kill, too. He was trying to kill... Juan Carlos, and he just slipped, he slipped the right hand in there. Bop! Off the back foot, too. Like, he was literally getting pressed, and he walked back. He was walk, taking that step backwards, so it's like walking back. And bang! He landed his huge right hand. I'm like, Lord, he slept that Kazakhstanian. 
So um, boxing is so crazy, bro. You never, never know. You never, never know. Like, remember I told y'all when we was covering the Atlanta fights that I met that kid, Savion Morales. So I finally got his info, and I'm talking to him. He got another win. Now he's 4-0. He slept someone else out here in Florida. Another undefeated fighter. And, bruh, he literally told me, I said, bruh, what is it with you, man? What, we did, son? You, you, you don't like us personally? And he like, nah, bruh. It's just I don't got no big promoter. I don't got no big-time manager. And that's my advantage, that I'm unknown. If I start doing interviews, people going to know me. And they, they not going to sleep on me. Right now, me and my father taking these fights beating these up-and-coming names that got names because they don't know who we are. You know what I mean? And he's like, I'm not stupid. I know they ain't going to last forever. Eventually, they're going to know me. But until then, I'm trying to fly under the radar and keep upsetting dudes. Me and my dad got a, got a plan. And I'm like, dang, you know what? I respect that. I respect the hell out of that. But I wanted to introduce him to you guys, you know, from the minute I, I looked at him because he got the skills. And and he just he just upset another undefeated prospect, um, like two days ago. So it, it just keeps showing that he got them skills, man. But those are the things that some of these fighters have to do to navigate in this in this sport, man. This sport is is crazy, you know. I seen Fred had a conversation about the Al Heyman contract, and. Uh, how it's a slave contract and all this stuff. I'm like, I mean, without Al, these dudes ain't even getting nothing that they got. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you literally sign to Al and then learn the business. It's not like you come to Al before and know the business, know how to navigate it. So I, I could understand certain verbiage in a contract, you know, that will tell you, don't go do something without consulting with me. That's what the fuck a manager does. You understand? Why would I, as a fighter, go negotiate a fight with another fighter or, or a manager of a fighter if I have a manager that, that does those things? So I don't know. Um, you, you need someone watching over you. And it's evident right now. Boots has all the skill in the world. You know, his father came on here the other day and he's like, you know, I'm not, I, I know the business. I'm not going to let nobody take advantage of my kid. So they're doing it their way, but it's going to be a slow way because they, they got like 27 fights. They're going to have a Canelo record when it's all said and done. You feel me? They got like 28 fights right now. So, mm, you know, I hear that I did it my way. It don't always work out the right way. Donald Banks, Richmond, California. What up, Donald? One day over the rainbow, you will join the border wars. He says, in my Baltimore voice accent, Spence don't want to tune. Oh, don't want to tune up, right? But he won't fight Ennis because he knows he will lose. <laughs> and he spelled the L W O O S E lose, like me too, me lose. No, what did you lose? I can't even do it, but. Um, yeah, I, I, I need y'all to have that same energy. This is what I'm saying. When y'all flipped on me, because y'all thought I flipped on Canelo, no. I just got that same energy. 
How you out here on some big dog shit, but you telling that man he can't get a rematch, but you want a rematch? That means you got doubt. You want him not to have doubt, but you got doubt. So I'm I'm a, I'm a down-the-line type of dude, so my energy switched for Canelo right then and there. Y'all need to keep that same energy. I'm not telling y'all to switch. I'm telling y'all to keep the same energy. You was the one back in the whole Thurman Earl fight. You was the one back in the whole Crawford Earl fight. It's time to back that Ennis Earl fight. It's time to back that Blair Flop, Blair Clobs, uh Ennis fight. These boys calling each other out, they deserve a shot. RNS won with the Super Chat says, Boots need to wait his turn. Get a top tier promotional outfit in the meantime. He just can't jump over everyone. He's not number one on any ranking. And I hear that. I hear that. You know, I hear that. But this is what I'm saying. See, when it's not your favorite fighter, they got to wait their turn. They need to develop. They need a few more fights. They should do this. They should do that. Because it ain't your favorite fighter. You know? But when it's Earl, oh, Thurman ducking him. When it's Crawford, oh, Earl ducking him. When it's Boots, I want to hear y'all say Earl ducking him. When it's Blair, and it's ducking them. You can't say one dude telling, you can't say Keith telling Earl he not ready, but then Boots could tell Blair he not ready. No, 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 no. Oh, we going to keep the same energy around this motherfucker. Mills Lane, what up? I'm fair, but I'm firm. No, that was Cortez, right? Mills Lane is, uh, shit. What was Mills Lane tagline? He was a ref. I don't know. I don't know. Rest in peace, though. Right? Didn't he pass? My bad. Uh, Boots. We said that. Mills Lane says, I bet Spence rushed to Bud now before that Mando. Laughing out loud emoji. Now, that's what I like. Keep that same energy, you see? He's insinuating that, that Earl may not want to fight Ennis now and instead may be ready to negotiate with Crawford. Because in his super chat, he's insinuating that, that Earl might be looking at Crawford as an easier route, you know, go, then versus going with that young boy from Philadelphia. Keep that energy. That's what I'm talking about. Like, y'all can't call Thurman one time, sometimes run time, and now the, the, the shoe's on the other foot, and Earl, oh, no, Earl, 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 Earl put in the work, man. He need to unify. He, he trying to be undisputed. So was Keith. That's why he was calling out Pacquiao. <laughs> you, you get it? Let's keep that same. And then here, for all my Latinos out there, they might not want to keep the same energy. You keep that same energy, champs. Y'all was back in one. We going to back them all around this motherfucker. Carl Brown says, I love this sport. And I've been following Spence, and I stand on what I've been saying. Nobody beat him at 147. Hashtag man down. I mean, I was about to say he ain't been a man down since, but he did put down Porter late. But he ain't stay down. He ain't stay down. Jason F. Jason F. Jason F. Okay, he says, if Thurman's scared of Ennis, or do they think he only wants to fight for Bell and doesn't want to be a gatekeeper fighter in the division. Is Keith Thurman scared of Ennis, or do you think he 
only wants to fight for a belt and doesn't want to be a gatekeeper fighter in the division. Um, I don't know. I'm going to believe Jeff. Jeff is connected to those Canadians. He told us about Rivas before we knew. And now he's telling us about Castillo before we know. It's Sunday. I might text Keith tomorrow, see if it's true, if somebody reminds me. Because, you know, I really don't care. I'm tired. Of, I'm, I'm, I forgot who said that, man. Maybe maybe Brandon, you know, head of his time, man. I'm tired of talking about fights that ain't going to happen. We need some fights. And this is a good-ass fourth quarter. You know, we might lose that tank fight, but but we might get that JoJo Devin fight. This is a very, very good fourth quarter. You know, um, I'll be happy if Keith comes back. You know, I, I'll double down and tell you I seen him spawn a heavier dude, younger dude, and he was doing his damn thing, you know. He looked real good. Now, I mean, I, that, that, that could also be because the kid was like 2-0, 3-0, 4-0, but that's also the only Keith Thurman fighter, <clears throat> meaning he hasn't wasted his time or invested his time in any other fighter. So, yeah, he might have been beaten up on this fighter, but it's still a fighter that he's invested in. So he did as good as he wanted to do for the work that he wanted to give his pupil, you know, because it's not the first time I met him and I heard his story and Keith's told me about him and, you know, he's invested in this kid. So, yeah, he beat that kid up who's inexperienced, but he's still a young up-and-comer. And, you know, all pros use amateurs and up-and-comers in camp. You know, Wilder had O&Os, you know, Crawford spars with, with, with amateurs when they go to Colorado. So does Shakur. That's how they, like, you know, it's... It's just normal for the, to spar amateurs. So, uh, I don't know. I think it's. Uh, I think that what I saw is a true indication of where Keith is at. The problem is it's only sparring, and you know there has to be rust from two years. So I'm not gonna defend or debate with anyone. Um, about where Keith is at realistically right now, he's got to show us. You know, I would love the Castillo Clinton fight though. That's not a bad one at all. Brandon Lenz, the producer, says, enjoy Puff Puff Pastries and debut Ness Heyman intro. Bro, honestly, that hey that intro you made me, uh, it's probably gonna be dope. I haven't heard it, so we could debut it together. But champ, you making two minute intros, man. Like I'm I could go fucking to the restroom with all that time. It's a long-ass intro. You know, I cannot play this every day. J-Max intro is long as to me. So this is 10 times as long. I'm coming back. I gotta at least do a formula. You feel me? <laughs> Shout out to all my sucker duckers motherfuckers out there. Miss Hayman. How you big and bad and you fucking crying like a baby? Just my thoughts, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just keeping it 100% real. I put in the mouth. I get in every fucking gym. They want me there. Yo, dudes is straight corny, man. Horrible fighter. Theboxingvoice.com. You doing some whack shit. You covered in whack juice out here. Horrible fighter. <laughs> Your favorite fighter's a liar. You mad at me for keeping it fucking real. Ness Heyman. Like them niggas, they keep it real. That's real. <laughs> the 
boxingboys.com. Carrying popcorn and bags for grown ass men. The fuck off my comment section, man. He's on fire! What's the highest level you made it to? The comment section? Bruh. Fuck out of here. Somebody insert the fucking excuse that I need to be telling y'all because y'all lying, man. Excuses, excuses, excuses. I knew what was going Our referee stops the contest. He is the winner by way of technical knockout, and he is still undefeated. Ness Hayman. This message was brought to you by SDS Promotions. That was fire, man. You ain't no joke. You a fucking killer producer. It's just super long. I'm gonna have to use that like as a, the intros to the to my episodes when I'm solo. Like that would have been perfect for this morning, cause it's still two minutes though. Like you know, we trying to talk some boxing in this motherfucker. But K boxing in DC. What up, yo? Baltimore taking over. Yo, remember when New Orleans was huge last year? It's like B more has taken over these phone lines. Like especially like. Especially if you consider them the their own tri-state, like we are the tri-state up north, uh, New York, Philly, New Jersey, right? Or is it New Jersey, Connecticut, New York? One of them three. It's one of the three, even though we kind of mix in Philly because they all right there. So it's really four of us. But they got Baltimore, Maryland, and Virginia, DMV. But anyway, K-Boxing, what up? Hey, what, what it do, Ness? Chilling. Can you hear me? Perfect. I mean, I ain't gonna right, say, I ain't gonna out, say perfect. I'm about to stir. We'll I'm about to, yeah, well, I, I'm about to stir the pot. Stir the pot real quick, baby. And I'm gonna make it quick because I'm on my way to work. Um, Earl, Earl don't need to um, be messing with Ennis right now. I think that a lot of you guys not gonna agree with this, but when he started his quest, the guys that were in his circle there's still a couple of them that have straps that he was after from the very beginning. And I know how you guys like to inject all the new talent and everything right in into it. But when Earl came in, he put all the guys that was in his circle that he could get his hands on, and he's brought himself to this point. Now, he's went through a lot lately, but at the same time, you got Crawford and you got Ugas that got what he went after for his strap season. And it's going to have to create his own strap season with his own peers. You got oh, oh, uh, the, the Spanish kid, oh, oh, Ortiz. Oh, oh. Chant, you got Stanley. You got Cusio. You got Cusio Clayton. You got all those guys Chant, that are still, Chant, are still Chant, out there, still top tier welterweight. Even the kid that approached oh, him man. after the fight. Clean up your own guys before you start trying to jump into your uh, uh, jump into the guys that Stop are already trying Earl. to clear their circle. Stop protecting Clean up Earl. your own guys. Stop protecting Earl. I hear you protecting Earl. That's what no, you Stop protecting Earl. Yep. Protecting Earl. Yep. Listen, when Earl gets when Earl takes when Earl gets what he needs from Ugas and Crawford, Man. if he wants to take a fight with Ennis, if he wants to take a fight with Ennis, he's well he's well within his rights to do so. Ugas busy, Crawford busy. Now what? Busy? Yeah, they both got Ain't fights. Ain't no such thing as busy. They fighters both got make fights. fights. 
They both fighters got fights. Fighters make the fight. They both got fights. But you know, you know more, more than I do in those circles. Fighters make the they fights. They both have. They can talk promoters. They can talk. They can talk around the corner, across bruh, the street, and all bruh, that. You know bruh, as well as I do. Bruh, fighters make the fight. Bruh. And Crawford and Ugas. I can't. I can't. You're not listening, champ. You're not listening. But I love it. I want to see you, you protectors, come out. This is what I wanted. I knew it. Every fucking fighter got a little protection squad. We thought it was just AJ, but here they come, yo. Here they come. Here they come, yo. Here they come. Hey, yo. How he going to say clean up your own generation's welterweights and, and name all these other dudes that's what the fuck Earl was doing. But you were, you wanted him to look back at a 2012 Olympian like Earl was in the same motherfucking... De- Earl and Thurman ain't turned pro at the same time, but you wanted Earl... I mean, Thurman to look back. You ain't mind that when Earl was calling out Thurman. See, this is what I'm saying. Keep that same energy, man. Keep that same energy. If Thurman was ducking Earl, then what the fuck is Earl doing? I mean, how many times the dude got to ask you to fight before y'all start saying he ducking? Nah, he clean. He said fight Castillo Clayton, Blair Flair, Stanley Onis. <laughs> he put every fucking roadblock. Bruh, you are terrible. Terrible, man. Yo, I need Canelo to give me that. He can't just say horrible fight. I need ter- terrible. Horrible fighter. Come on, man. Yo. The energy change when it's your favorite fighter on the chopping block, man. I love it though. I swear I do. Hey, hold up the time zone. Jumped up a bag with our mind on. Can't play when you here, get your life stole. If you bring it here, then the price grow. Phone jabbing and punching the line long. I drop a pigeon at nine go. We slap with the fit glass and white go. This only happens in Ohio. Ness, my boy, what's going on? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah, got that new headset. But, uh, yeah, man, first I want to say shout out to Jose Zepeda. I don't know why y'all was doubting Jose. He ain't, he, he, he didn't look good against Hank Lundy because Hank Lundy was fighting to survive. Man, you running ducked all me. Night. You ducked me. I asked you this but, question two shows in a row. I, I kept calling you. You was on a call. You wouldn't come. I was asking specifically for man, your I don't know. on this. I don't know if you be talking to me or B. Lenz. You just be saying, Brandon, you got to be more specific. Bro, he the producer. You got two. You the AJ of trucking. Stop, man. Okay. We both knowledgeable boxing fans. That's why I only know who you're talking to. But shout out to him. If he can't get Taylor next, I want to see him and Arnold Barboza get it in. That's a that's a fight I've been wanting for a minute. But um, as far as Boots, Boots looked great last night. Did what he was supposed to do. You know, I see that Mildred Taylor in him. I see that Terry Norris in him. You know, them guys that's real fast. Offense is they defense. Took a big shot, ate it. But, uh, yeah, he looked great, man. He, he He's doing his thing. But, you know, I'm not one of them fans. I'm not one of those fans that's going to agree with everything you say or everything a fighter I like do. I was disappointed in that Blair Cobb uh, interaction because when your whole mantra is everybody's ducking me, I can't get a fight, when somebody come knocking at your door, I don't want to hear you say you're not on this level. All your homeboys, time out some, who you signed to? Who you signed to? Um, excuse me, sir. He signed to a bigger promotional company than you. So 
please don't start doing that. Who you signed to? You're not on this level shit because it's going to make it hard for me to feel bad for you when Thurman and Danny and all the guys above you do it to you. So what you should have said was, I'm looking for a big fight. Get on standby. And if no nothing come through, we can put on a Philly versus Philly showdown between two undefeated fighters. But other than that, Boots did do his thing. See, that's why Devin Haney is the future. Y'all don't understand it. Y'all going to realize it five years down the road. Y'all going to be like, Dan, Ness, you called this shit so many years ago. You had this kid as an amateur on your YouTube channel. You argued with us all the time. Because what he tell Maxie Hughes? Man, sit down, bitch. You the D option. He ain't say you can't get a shot. He ain't say you ain't on my level. He ain't say go fight so-and-so. You understand? Because his father told you, man, Devin Haney born and lives on YouTube. So he learned from YouTube. He ain't tell that man go fight Eskimo Jones to get a shot at me. No. Sit down. You D option. So we're going to try and do Jojo Diaz. We're going to try and do 10. Whatever happens with that, then we come back to you. We ain't saying you ain't worthy. And we ain't saying you can't get the shot. Like these other weird ass fighters out here. Straight weird. Then they fans get weird right along with them. Oh, man, man. Come on, man. Blaine need to do something. Blaine did shit. He trying. He trying to fight the guy that people said is next up. But you telling him, nah, he next up so he get the weight on the champ. You ain't next up. Go earn your spot. Like, I'm trying to earn it. That's what Crawford says. See, I hate that Crawford took this long to talk. You understand? He said it in the Brian Custer interview. It's like, bro, I ain't want to fight Earl. I wanted to fight Thurman. Thurman said I couldn't, I wasn't, I wasn't worthy. Thurman said, go get a belt. Thurman said I ain't did nothing that well away. But I seen Earl was being ducked by Thurman, so I said, I'll fight Thurman. I'll fight Earl. And now Earl got him waiting. So I'm just saying, are we going to keep staying in this vicious cycle? Yeah, maybe Crawford wasn't my guy and Thurman was my guy. And I ain't minded. But now we see... In retrospect, after the years and months of fighting, we see what's going on. So do we just keep letting it happen? Or do we try and set a change by telling Earl, yo, keep that same energy, champ. Jerron is only a young Earl. When you was calling out Keith and Keith had two belts, he only doing to you what you did to Keith. Why? What you mean he ain't ready? What you mean he a pup? So, so should he get mad at you like you got mad at Keith? Now you call Keith a bitch and he corny, he fake. I, don't talk to me about Keith. I'll never fight Keith. Let's keep that same energy. Let's keep that same energy. So it's okay for Earl to call him a pup. Okay for Earl to tell Jerron he ain't ready. But him and, him and Jerron could still be friends. But when, when, when Thurman tell Earl you ain't ready... When Thurman say, you know, he want to fight somebody else, it's a problem. You cut Thurman off for the rest of his life. He, he corny. He corny. EJ ain't had no belt. Stop lying. EJ got the IBF later. Stop lying. EJ was out there calling him out right after the Robert Guerrero fight, man. What belt he had? The one to hold up his pants? 
Trey in the Bay, what it do for you today? Chilling. <clears throat> Man, hey, 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 I heard a little bit of the, of the show about the rolling and them girls on Twitter. Hey, man, if, if we can convict people and, and mess up their money off somebody who claimed you did a crime against them on the internet, they ain't even got to file a police report. They filed a police report after they went on Twitter. Months later, though, right? Come on. I don't know what we're coming to, man. Twitter is the justice system, man, and, and, and people shouldn't be losing jobs and money and paychecks because somebody said something on the internet and then went and got a whole bunch of other minions to say something else, man. This, this, this story looking real, 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 real funny. And um, I agree with you. Earl, get a man a shot. I also agree. I also believe that Keith Thurman, hey, Keith, you ain't got no fight either, homie. Get a little boost and it's a shot, man. You know? You know what I'm saying? You, you you're just sitting there. You ain't doing shit. That's a big fight. You looking for one? Earl said he was never gonna fight you. But yeah, Earl can give him a shot. I don't want to see none of them dudes dug uh dug boots. I want to see everybody get it on. That's my call. Dre Dot with the super chat says, "Watch Spence fight Keith now. Wait on it. Now, now, what's everybody energy gonna be about that? If." That's in that yo, what a beautiful super chat. What a twist, right? What a twist. What a twist. If he if he if he Earl Spence turns around now and fights Keith two years out of boxing, Thurman, what would people say? Is that is that considered ducking? I should do a poll on that. If if Earl fights Keith next and not Ennis, is that ducking? I mean, sheesh. James, what up? Alabama. That's my next poll. I'm ending this poll. I'm ending this poll. I got to find out what y'all feel about that. Yo, what's up, Ness? Good morning, man. What up, champ? Hey, man. Everything's all good, man. Um, Yeah, man. Um, Boots, man, he shows that he belongs with the upper echelon division last night, man. Taking care of business like he's supposed to. Um. The interaction with him and Blair Cobbs, man, I wasn't too much of a fan of it because, you know, it's just boxing, being on boxing bullshit. But um, one thing I was going to ask you, man, um, I was just scrolling through Twitter, man. I saw that kind of Ben coming back on the 11th. And what you think about, man, these guys digging these fighters out of the grave, man? They're talking about Chris Algieri might be an opponent for him. What you I, think about that? He ain't out the grave, though. He active. Uh, all right, man. You know, because they're talking about Guerrero. Victor Ortiz or Chris Algieri as possible opponents for him for December the 11th. Mm. You know, so I'm, you know, it's like these fighters really taking some steps backwards, man, but I really and also let me ask you an honest opinion. You think Earl going to regularly be back by next summer? Because doesn't mean, IBF, IBF try to force you to make him? According, huh? to the, according to the WBA, he had petitioned uh, to fight Ugas in February. <laughs> Shit. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Well, hey, um, Ennis is perfectly in line for that fight, man. Um, I hope that the IBF does mandate it or whatnot, man, because, you know, these Spence fans, they already try to put them in protective custody right now. And that's my call, man. Mm hmm. This poll going to be interesting. Very interesting. 
I got so far only one option, right? Question is, if Earl Spence versus Keith Thurman is next, is that considered ducking Ennis? First answer, yes, it's ducking. Keith been out. And keep in mind, I only get a few characters, so some of these answers can't have every single word in it because you only get 35 characters. So you got to be creative. Um, and then, no. He, now nah, let's put Earl, so there's no mistake. Earl, been wanting Keith, even though we know that's not true, but some people are going to say, oh, you know, he was calling him out when he was unified. That's going to be their excuse. So we're going to have to put this answer. No, Earl been wanting Thurman. Right? Because like, they're going to look for a way out. I'm telling you. So what's another uh, another one? Um, um, let's just go to no way. I'd rather... Ennis, next. Hmm? And let me give Earl another one, right? By saying, who could he fight in the interim? Let's go to the rankings, man. Let's see, because I know that people will look for a way out. They'll look for a viable opponent and say, well, he's fighting so-and-so. He deserving more than Thurman. He deserving more than Ennis. So we got to find that guy in these rankings and see who he is and does he fit the bill. So in the ring, top 10, we have the man in question, Earl Spence Jr., Terrence Crawford, who's busy with Porter, Ugas, who's now busy with Stenonius, Porter, who's busy with... Move, move. Porter, who's busy with uh, Ugas, Virgil, who's available. Hmm. Is Virgil available? Did they announce anything with Virgil? Nothing, right? So Virgil's available. Danny, been there, done that. Can't put Danny in there. And then we got Ennis. We put him in there. Quadratulo, he never wanted his shots. Thanonius, nope. Avenizan, all right. That's our guy then, Virgil. Virgil's the flea flicker because there's heavy rumors. I forgot where I, who or what, but there's heavy rumors um, that there's no more Golden Boy on the zone. So if that's true, it all makes sense as to why a guy like Blair the Flair Cobbs would be in uh, Ennis fight, you know what I mean, being a golden boy fighter. So that being said, this is, I'm actually giving them a way out, but that, that was the point of this. That was the point of this answer because, you know, we have to be realistic. It, are there ways out of being called the duck? And yes, there are. And this is one of them. No. If he fights Ortiz, that's... I don't think Just As Good is going to fit. Just As Good is not going to fit. I got nine characters left. That's... Just... Uh, nope. That's if he fights Ortiz, it's comparable. Damn, either. 
Fucker. Can't fit that. I'm going to just have to put comp and hope y'all get it. Comp? Comp? Would y'all get that? Or is that mixing you up? No, if he fights Ortiz, I guess it's okay to make it simple. That, those, are, those are four good answers there. Those are four good answers there. You should be able to give us a good indicator of what would be okay or not okay if Earl Spence versus Keith Thurman is next, is that considered Duck and Ennis? So far, 100% people think, yes, it's Duckin. Keith been out. And no one has picked anything else. No, the other options are, no, Earl been waiting, excuse me, wanting Thurman. And then... Look, someone already picked that one. Look, now it's at 45%, 42%. No, Earl been wanting Thurman. I told y'all. I knew them Spence boys was going to come out and start protecting him, trying to say he'd been wanting him when he's been saying. So there was a time when Earl was saying, yo, I want Keith. And then there's been a consistent time since then where he's been saying, I ain't never fighting Keith. You understand? And the one calling out Earl is Keith. But now that... That little option is getting picked. Yeah. I'm telling you, when the hunter becomes the hunted, it gets real in the field. But let me get back to these phone calls. Took a little segue to give you some, something to think about. Something to think about. Hawk in Maryland. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Get that background in uh, radio working. What up? <laughs> what up, Ness? How you doing this morning? Oh, loving the day. All right. Uh, hey, man, uh, that was some great boxing on last night. Um, the dude, uh, the dude, uh, Z Josie Zepeda, man, took Vargas out. I had Zepeda winning. I didn't know he was going to knock him out one round, though. That was different. Uh, um, um, the, uh, what the hell was you talking about? Um, oh, 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 um, uh, Jamal Jack, was it James? Yeah. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, he took a beating, man. I mean, he took a real beating out there messing with that booty ass boy. I like to see him fight um uh Ennis, but if, if uh Earl and if 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 um Earl's coming back next year and he take Ennis on, that'd be a good fight. If um uh uh I don't think he'll fight um Ortiz, because Ortiz supposed to fight Earl, ain't he? Ortiz Hello? supposed to fight Earl. Yeah. Yeah, Victor Ortiz supposed to be ranked number one for Earl, ain't he? Mm -mm. You talking about Virgil? Yeah, that's what I mean, Virgil. Virgil. I'm still talking about Virgil, not Victor Virgil. Yeah, but the, uh, the w yeah, WBC, WBC had their chance. They mandatory was with Danny. So next up is IBF. Earl has to fight Ennis. Oh. Okay, okay. I mean, I mean, okay. I mean don't let well, me lie. Right. Don't let me lie. He don't got to fight Ennis, but Ennis is ranked number three. There is no mandatory, you know what I'm saying? And he just beat Delorme, so I'm sure once they update those rankings, he's going to be ranked higher. Because these, these rankings haven't like been updated Ennis. since the 14th of October. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see Ennis take a couple of names out. But if he can get right to the big fight, go ahead. 
I think I think Spence can handle himself with uh, energy. Just got to be careful. Of <laughs> that damn boy is bad. That's the remake of Roy Jones Jr. I ain't never seen nobody fight with that kind of confidence but Roy Jones Jr. When you just come in shooting those jabs and those shots like that. I mean, the dude is, the dude is, the dude is, that shit was, that, that dude is crazy, man. That shit is crazy. So, it's, uh, I don't see nobody beating him, so. <laughs> I like to see with Spence. I like to see all of them. I don't see nobody beating him. I can't see it. That's crazy. He's just too fast. He's just too fast. So, but uh, I, I still, I still, uh, but if they put that fight together, I won't say Spence, I'll say Spence is ducking him if he don't take the fight. And he fights a bum, but if he fights Victor Ortiz, I don't know. Just fight him. I think Spence should fight him. Well, all right, Hawk. Let me get to some other callers here. Um, I mean, you know, you listening. I hope y'all listening. You know, people are saying the things themselves, you know. They're they, they coming up with the excuses themselves. Like, like Virgil is a legitimate excuse, you know. He's number one in the WBC. He's a puncher. You know, him and Spence have fought in the amateurs. You know, um, they're both from Texas. One from San Antonio. One is from Dallas. Or they're both from Dallas, right? Because I know that Virgil trains at the gym we've held Border Wars in, which is in Irvine, very close to Dallas, not close to San Antonio. So I don't know. And, and you know. Um, but... On paper, Danny was the mandatory, so the WBC had their shot. It's the IBF who's up next and who don't have a mandatory. Now, I got some emails here. Shout out to my producer who emailed the IBF for us and uh, said, Hello, I am inquiring as to when Earl Spence Jr. will have his IBF mandatory ordered. Abdur Korov won a final eliminator in March, and Spence has had his mandatory with Ocampos in June of 2018, many thanks, Rob, the producer. And uh, she then responded, right, and said, Hi, Rob. Spence will defend his WBC title first, and the IBF defense will come after. But guess what? This response was February 10th, 2019. So he fought Danny already. And there's still been no mandatory. So if Boots has some favor, which we know he doesn't with the high level, and by that I mean if you got Al, you know, you might be number one in three sanctioning bodies. Shout out to Porter. You know, he was number one in the IBF, in the IB, WBC, and in the WBO. As soon as he took that WBO uh, fight with, with, with Crawford, Everything changed all across the board. So, uh, you know, I say that to say that, that yeah, maybe uh, Ennis doesn't have Al, but maybe Cameron, who, let's be real, I mean, he's got to be good at what he does. He's the one that found Mikey. He had Mikey on paper. He brought Mikey to top rank. And I'm, by Mikey, I mean Garcia. You know, he found that multiple division champion. He found that pay-per-view star. So he found Terrence Bud Crawford. He brought him to top rank. You know, he found Brandon Lee. He found Javon Boots Ennis. Mm, maybe Cameron Duncan, 
knows what he's doing, and maybe he can get Boots in the mandatory position or, or an eliminator with the man that's been there all his fucking life, uh, Quadratulo Adurakorov. I mean, it is my belief that he does not want a shot. You don't stay in that position that long unless you're accepting step-aside money and fights on people's undercards. I, I it's, you know, like I said, uh, we, you know, we've been emailing with them about this situation for, for, for quite some time. Um, and, 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 and there's been no mandatory for Earl since 2018 with Ocampos, you know, where he did about 14,000. So, uh, the IBF, you know, again, screen sharing their rankings here and all rankings across the boards, you know, they are within their right to make Jerron, who was number three before beating DeLorme. And, you know, remember that he's number three before beating DeLorme, and Sean Porter is still number two, simultaneously already having the fight with Bud in the WBO, where if he becomes champion, if he upsets Bud, he's no longer ranked in any sanctioning body because he's a mandatory, I mean, he's a champion. So um, they could easily say, listen... We're going to order Jerron Ennis to fight Abdurakorov. You got 30 days. Abdurakorov is going to do the same shit he did to Earl for the last four years. Say no. And we can get Earl versus Spence. It's, it's really simple. It's not that hard. But it, I still believe it's 18 months away. You know? And, and I guessed 18 months, what, a week ago? And now all the chips seem to be falling in place. I still see it 18 months away unless Earl does what Badman Crawford did and calls his mandatory ahead of time. Crawford did it to Cavalaskis. Obviously, you know, um, I'm teasing by saying Badman because Cavalaskis ain't no fucking Ennis. But he can do what, what Crawford did. Crawford didn't wait for his mandatory to be called. He, he, he gave him the fight. Let's go. And he did it again with Bud. They was about to go to Persbit, but then he said, let's go. Or not he, but the team made the proper offer to get it going. You know, another option that we didn't throw out there was Rashidi Ellis, man. He's the welterweight that never gets talked about, you know. I don't even know. I think him and Thurman should be the fight because they've both been out for so long. I don't want to see Rashidi get a shot at any of the top welterweights and then we give him the excuse that he lost due to inactivity. You know, like if they give him a shot versus Ennis next, he's not going to be the favorite. It's not going to be a 50-50 because Rashidi hasn't fought in I don't even know how long. Uh, J-Mac, Counterpunch, what up? Yo, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, look, I thought about something that I see in my call and I heard Brandon call. Shout out to Brandon. I don't want Spence to do all the heavy um the heavy lifting. He fought some notable guys and what have you. Uh Bud didn't actually get the luxury of fighting these guys. I don't know how real a, a Jerron Ennis is. I would love for Terrence Crawford to baptize him, but in the in the same sense, after Terrence Crawford. I don't think Boots Ennis, he'll kill Boots in his buzz. So his best shot is to go after uh, Arrow because I, he can, I think he could beat the Spence. I don't think he's beating the Terrence Crawford. No matter how much skill and flash y'all think he got, I just think they got cut certain levels to that 
when it come down. And that's the reason why everybody put Bud pound for pound. For his, uh the uh, Virgil Ortiz, I think Bud should definitely do the heavy lifting with that and get rid of uh, Virgil and what have you. Unless Spence view Virgil as a uh, as a lesser opponent because you say he said he don't need no um goddamn tune-ups. But I would like Bud to get some of these young guys instead of Spence having to fight him. And Spence could get closer to finally doing what he's been saying he's trying to do for his uh, get all them belts. So uh, Bud could go ahead and get, get them belts in that uh, welterweight uh, division. That's my call. Um, I mean, only problem I got with that call or that logic is that, that whole, he said, like, heavy lifting, like, that's what I'm saying. People call my boy a duck, and he did all the heavy lifting. You talking about heavy lifting? That's the definition of that phrase, fighting the undefeated fighters, fighting the dudes who had the belt. You know, that's heavy lifting. You know, not, not coming behind me and beating the dudes that I already beat. That's not considered heavy lifting. Not to me. Giving that dude that first L, that's heavy lifting. Giving that dude that L... After he lost his belt and came a two-time, that's heavy lifting. Like, I don't know. I mean, I guess Earl did do that with Porter the second time around because he took Porter's WBC when he beat Danny. Um, But, yeah, man, when we talk about heavy lifting, the one that did all the heavy lifting in the division and got labeled the duck was Keith one-time Thurman. He did all the heavy lifting. He signed to fight Maidana. You know what I'm saying? Maidana, the one, was like, nah. He ain't no tune-up, even at 17 and all. He the one called out Floyd. Floyd gave up that belt. That's why he got elevated to super champ. He the one gave Danny his, his first O, you know? Then Porter beat him. He the one beat Porter after Porter was on a tear after losing his belt. That's heavy lifting to me. I don't know. That's heavy lifting. But, um... Let me see where we at on this poll. If Earl Spence versus Keith Thurman is next, is that considered Duckin Ennis? 37% say yes, it's Duckin Keith. No, it's Duckin. Keith been out. And then 34% say no, Earl been wanting Thurman. 7% say no way, I'd rather Ennis next. Damn, only seven. Wow. Um, And I wonder how many of you decided to say... It would be ducking versus just saying, give me the NS fight, right? But uh, we got 22% said, no, if he fights Ortiz, it's okay. And by Ortiz, be clear, we're talking Virgil, not Victor, who people keep, uh, you know, confusing that name and throwing that name in the mix by accident. We got Kentrell Phoenix, what up? I said, what's going on next? I called to go on a, on a rant today. I think it's so fucking dumb that Showtime pulled um, Rolly Romero out of the fight, man. Like, at the end of the day, nothing has been proven. There's no allegations. And on top of that, we don't know. Like, it could be that one girl could have made all eight different profiles on Twitter to make us case seem true. So there's no truth. It's only a one-sided story, man. And I really hate how they pull the plug. You know what I mean? I hear you. I think I was look. I was really looking forward to that fight, and I really, I ain't gonna lie. I don't believe the girl. Like, 
You mean to tell me you'd rather go on Twitter than go to the police? Like, why Why do you want to go to Twitter if you got raped? Get the fuck out of here. That shit don't make sense. But that's my call, man. Be easy. All right. Well, uh, to be clear, she's not saying she got raped. She's saying sexually assaulted. And um, there is a strange tweet... Right, so 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 Ishe Smith, who we all know, the former IBF champion, uh, in the Mayweather gym, right? Um, and obviously, Roley is a Mayweather gym user. And, uh, let me see if Ishe done deleted the tweet. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. If he did, I'm forced to paraphrase. If he didn't, I can show you. Oh. Okay, he didn't. Oh. All right, well, this is even better than I'm reporting it now. Wow, it's a lot here. All right, let's show you. <clears throat> so uh, let me screen share this. So the first thing that happened was this tweet. Ishe came out and said this. So, And the reason I'm showing you this is because this tweet makes the girl real. This, you know, while, like, for instance, Contrell just thought, like, yo, who is this girl? Somebody on Twitter. How can we take that seriously? She's a real person. She is who she says she is. And there was a relationship in terms of friendship. She makes it clear that her and Roly were friends and never had a sexual relationship and nothing sexual ever happened until that day. That being said, no one really knew she was real until you piece it with this. Ishe said this, Jim Talk stays in the gym. So does... The things we all talk about. So don't break that code. Excuse me. You don't break that code. I'm old school. Don't at me about Roly. I have zero comments. So um, that obviously was seen by the girl. So I don't know where hers is at. Because let me see if, uh, if we could go from the replies though, right? Because she, I'm going to have to paraphrase hers, right? So she quote tweeted his. Let me, I don't have her at either. If I could find her at, I know she has it like a picture on her on her profile. So basically what she did is quote tweeted what Ishe said and said, really Ishe, what does this even mean? Like, you know me, you know me all my life. And I'm like, oh shit, so this person's real. So now Ishe, right, um, obviously for saying what he said, he's getting attacked by women. So, uh, as you can see here, this person, Boxiana, she um, comes at him and says, this nigga is disgusting and entire, but whatever. You see what, she, what he says. Oh, I, obviously, it's a podcast. I got to read it. So, entirely, okay. So, she says, this guy is disgusting and entirely too big of an age to be this fucking stupid. If any boxer sexually assaulted your daughters, 
maybe we should just assume what kind of girls they are since that's what you did here. Sick, 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 even worse, you're, you're a girl's dad. Blocked. So uh, then she came back again, doubled down, said, you're a piece of crap, uh, is what you are. Oh, wait, there's replies. But whatever. Ishe says what needs to be said for this particular show, which is, shut the F up. I don't know her like that. Knowing someone and talking to someone are two different things. I politely bowed out, but y'all assumed it was about Roly's character. I'm going to leave it there. And then he doubled down and said, you know, no, I didn't say, I, no, I didn't. I said rape, not race. Learn how to fucking read. Da -da -da -da. So he's arguing with everybody because they're coming at him. But the point is, he makes the girl real. He says he knows her, but he doesn't know her like that, which means she's just not some Twitter profile. Um, so, yeah. So, again, gathering that information and understanding that Espinoza has been a lawyer. Remember that Steven Espinoza was a lawyer for Golden Boy before he was the head of Showtime. So, you know, I mean, come on, man. As a lawyer, I mean, the first thing that you would do is try and contact that girl because, believe me, that woman in question, Isabella is her name, or Isabel, uh, she's been in communications with a few writers, Jake Donovan, you know, and I'm sure Jake, as a good journalist, contacted Espinoza for a quote. So it's easy for them to interchange numbers and contact that woman and find out if she really filed a police report like she claims. So when people say that mm, they pulled Roly, which they made it clear that they haven't. They're just seeking options and replacements. But when people say that they pulled Roly, uh, Without knowing, I mean, come on, man. It's 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 showtime. I, I have to assume they did their due diligence. They didn't just go off of, you know, Twitter. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure they contacted the police in Las Vegas to find out was there a police report. I mean, anybody, even, even Roley's attorney could have done that, you know? Are there, trial, are there any charges being filed against my client? No, they're going to either say yes or no. He's He is wanted for questioning or or he is a person of interest. You know what I mean? So we can't assume that a corporation like Showtime didn't make some phone calls and all of a sudden just, you know, cut Roly or let this information be leaked that they're looking for replacements uh, without doing their due diligence. I just, you know, it, it doesn't make sense. Again, like I said, Espinosa fucking attorney. You know, he's an attorney. He's, he's going to do what he's got to do. Um, Mad Bet 100. Oh, I see you, my Jean, but talk to me. I'm good, Ness. Don't got much to add, brother. Keep it going. You got it. Intrigue, Boomerang, what up? What's 
good, Ness? What up? Morning. Good morning, man. Yeah, I, I don't miss most of the show, but it, it sounded like uh, so y'all saying uh, uh Blood of Flair ran up on Boots? Yes, he did. After the uh fight? Yes, he did. Oh shit, I gotta check that out. It's yeah, that'll be a good hype. fight. Oh yeah, that that'll be a good out, fight. I mean, shout shit. out to my man Ron Goodall. He got that good old footage over on yeah, Fight. Yeah, hype. that'll be good. But I was just talking about this last night, man. Spence fans be uh they be delusional, man. They they hear what they want to hear, see what they want to see. Don't 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 stand by the same rules that they put in place for all these other fighters. And when it comes to Errol, oh, he got a plan. He he trying to unify. He tries all these excuses. But keep the same energy. If Keith was ducking the Errol ducking, he need to face boots. And and if he don't if he don't fight boots, he need to face Ortiz. Like, I mean, that's the same shit y'all was saying to uh, Keith Thurman. And then Keith Thurman had a Manny Pacquiao fight, and somehow he was still ducking Spence. It just don't make no sense. Them Spence fans, the diehard ones, they just delusional, man. They, they'll say anything and everything. They super mad that uh, that uh, Ugas is in that tournament, which, okay, I get it. But if he don't want no tune-up to come back, why he why he ain't gonna go ahead and take boots? Show show that he the real deal. He the real big fish. But but the last thing I'm gonna say, man. Usually Spence be tweeting after these fights and saying stuff. I ain't heard. It's been radio silence over there in uh, Man Down Camp. But I'll holler. <laughs> cut it, cut it, cut it. Yo, what about Crawford though? I ain't got my phone. I'm 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 updating my watch. Has Crawford said anything? Has Crawford said anything? He always tweeting after fights. J-Mac, is that a second counterpunch I see, or am I late? Because I don't got my phone. I had to check on Skype, the, uh, the, des the, 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 the desktop. Yes or no? Yes or no? Uh, no. Okay, brother. Let me get to Mad Bet 100, Kansas City. What it do? Hello? Can you hear me? Perfect. Yeah, you treat me like you're, you're spent and I'm Ennis. You call me, then you uh, went to the, <laughs> nah, hey, went I, to the next guy. Nah, because um, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta my wait, gym is a boomerang. My turn, right? Oh, shit. Yeah, I got to wait my turn. Nah, you. you. <laughs> he jumped in line. I got to wait my turn. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> She's like, glad to play. I ain't ready. Okay. Anyway. Um, great fight. Uh, I don't care who's ducking. I was thinking the same thing you would think. I was thinking Rashidi Ellis and Thurman should fight. And then um, the whole thing is a mess with Spence, Thurman, Ennis, and Crawford. Because we want all those fights, right? We want Spence to fight Crawford. We want Spence to fight Thurman. And now Ennis is making noise and, you know, they're moving up the rank. So, personally, I think Spence should fight Thurman or Crawford first. Then Ennis, because those are the things that we wanted to see. From a while ago. Um, the fights were good. Mary lost. I want her to win. Jamal, I think he's weight drained. He looks sluggish. And um, Josue got knocked out. You know, levels. I thought Cepeda was washed up. And um, enjoying the show, man. So that's my call. All right, Kansas Peace. City. Matt Ben 100. Thank you, man. Appreciate you and the support. And obviously appreciate everybody that's tuned in, choosing to listen to us on this fine Sunday morning. I got some super chats. Look like we last left off at 
Dre Dot, right? Now we got RNS1 that says, Ortiz has Golden Boy. This is why he's up there. Boots has no one. Think Al going to let him fight EJ with no contract sign? Hashtag Ninja, please. Hashtag, that's boxing. No, listen, I get you, but you think that Al got a choice if he becomes the IBF mandatory? No, the same way Bob ain't had no choice. He had to negotiate. And guess what Bob had to do? Not go to purse bid so that his fighter could have a rematch clause. Same thing Al would have to do unless, you know, the gym rumors ain't true. And Al's like, all right, you got this, champ. No rematch clause. We're going to go ahead and go to purse bid. You know, we're going to win. But he ain't going to get no rematch and you ain't either. He's going to walk away with both your belts if he happens to win. But we believe in you. With a pat on the back? No, sir. This is business. Two belts, it's millions of dollars. Listen, just remember, most of these fighters, unlike Shakur, which is amazing to see, right? But, like, most of these fighters need that belt to make over a million. You know what I mean? You ain't... Yo, listen. Remember I told y'all here first. This was going to be tonight's conversation. I should save it for tonight with more co-hosts, but I heard from a very good source... And listen, I, I, I'm, I'm telling you this, knowing, with you knowing, I don't believe it. I, I feel like I don't believe it. I feel like it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a total disrespect to, to, to so many other fighters. But I heard Jose Ramirez is making $10 million plus for this fight with Peldraza. Yeah. Now, look, keep in mind this, you know, put the pieces together. Rick Merrigan has always been Jose's manager. Uh, Rick has been the reason that Jose Ramirez has been able to sell 15,000 tickets um, over there in Fresno. Uh, Rick was part of that $4 million that uh, Ramirez got to face Hooker. And obviously Rick was part of that... Um, deal to get Josh Teller undisputed and then remember that Ramirez got signed to MTK and MTK is with Keenahan and so is Josh Teller so I don't know I'm just saying it, it could be that like they got him to sign and and that was part of the deal like win or lose you know what I'm saying? Um, we gonna take care of you. But he's with MTK, and and this is the other the other big thing, right? Rick Merrigan also got signed by MTK like a year ago. Remember that? He also got signed, and he's like MTK's California, wherever they at, dude. You know what I'm saying? So when you when people say, "Oh, stop lying," cool, I get it. Look, I told you I don't believe it. But let's not act like these things don't happen. I'll give you another scenario that just happened in your face that isn't hypothetical. Peter Kahn, he was the manager for Cambosos for many, many years. And all of a sudden, he became the CEO of Trilla. And magically, Trilla overpaid for Cambosos' fight. Yeah, you might say Tio's fight, but the man in charge of the boxing 
is the manager of the man they overpaid for. So let's not act like these things can't happen. You know, I see everybody getting mad. Um, but we've seen crazier shit. I mean, people talking about 10 million off of laws. Yo, Khan got 6.5 million to fight Crawford off a win over a featherweight. And then he got seven to fight the featherweight off a loss. So let's not act like these things don't happen. Mikey got seven million off a loss to fight Vargas. Let's not act like these things don't happen, man. Boxing is 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 growing, it looks like. I'm again, I'm not saying I believe it. I'm saying I'm conscious that these things, while they sound crazy, can be real. AO Biz says, Bud and Virgil beat boots with two different boot emojis. But Big Fish Spence loses to all three of them. Hashtag Earl down. Hashtag no strap season. Damn. Have have or, or do I not pronounce the J? Could this be Javar? Is it Javar? Yeah, that sounds better, right? Javar. Um, I'm a fan of both Boots and Spence. Boots not ready for the skills and experience of Spence or Crawford, but he will be real soon. Give it two years. Damn, I said 18 months. But all right, we about right. Can't argue over six months. Rider of the Storm. Oh, good to see you back. Not just defending Shan. That means you're a real listener. Appreciate you. Watching Boots last night shows he's arrived at the elite level. Boots would beat Virgil. Virgil is still a prospect and needs a lot of work on defense. I mean, I mean, let's not act like we ain't see Ennis get hit with two right hands by, you know, not the big punching Delorme. And both of them shits woke him up, you know, so I don't know. I don't know, bro. I don't know. JT, Nuevo Orleans, what up? You avail? You avail? You avail? You avail? JT in New Orleans. All right. Keem in Florida. Keem in Florida. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You say you know boxing? Yeah. What is it? Maybe I don't know. Tell me what a poor counter is. Poor counter? I've never heard that term before. Ah! That must be your term. You must have been big. You know, fair shake. HBO needs to fire you. You don't know shit about boxing. You ain't shit. Yo. Yo, what up? What up, what up? Good afternoon. You on here, Dolo? Solo Dolo. Scarface no Manolo. Oh, man, that's what's up. That's what's up. Um, man, I just got out of the gym, you know, Sunday work, staying sharp, staying in shape. Um, jumped on. We talking what? Boots calling out Earl, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I like it, man. Listen, I like. it was so fast last night, but um, I seen something I really liked, man, and that was one, the lower man hit Boots with two big right hands that I thought did something, and they didn't. He ate them shits, and... Um, I seen him make a nice, uh, seen him making some nice adjustments in there pretty quickly. Uh, you know, if you notice, Delorme like slipped a, a hook and landed two two body shots. It's a little opening he found on Boots, and Boots cleaned it up real quick. So it was a quick fight, but he looked, he looked. Uh, I liked what I seen. He looked, he looked very good, man. This kid is ready for the for the top of the top, man. He's really a problem. We got, I know his his resume and what and whatnot, but 
we got to start taking them very seriously, man. I, I like what I've seen. So that's really all I got on that, man. All right. All right. Uh, where are we? Where are we? Narrow it down in your mind who you'd like. Uh, I'm ranked number three in the IBF, so uh, Earl Spence. All right, all right, all right. LV Slugger. What up? No LV, no LV. Only time y'all see me in rays is when I turn into the bronze mama. I want a body. I want a body, and he gonna be the body. The ambulance better be ready. The medical better be ready. The referee better be ready. They better have that towel to be able to throw it in. SDS promotion. I'll be right. LV Slugger. TBV, TBV, what up? Wow. How's that sound? You straight. What up? Yeah, man. Good, good performance, man. Good performance from Boots, man. Shout out, shout out to Pater too, man. That was that was crazy right there, man. What's the name was doing all that? Up to the fight and then get slept in the first round. That's crazy. But shout out Zapeta putting that work in and, you know, coming out on top. I'd rather see him and Josh Taylor than whoever his mandatory. I ain't never seen Catterall, whatever his name is. But, uh, you know, that was a good performance for him. But uh, Boots, yeah, he definitely looked good, man. Definitely looked good. Uh, I say since he's number three in the IBF, you know, I don't know how the IBF work. If they do eliminate us, but uh, one or two, whoever, you know, They'll fight for that Mando spot. And then uh, WBA, I feel like, but shit, who beat Jamal James? Let him and uh, Boots fight for that regular. You know what I'm saying? I think that's a good fight for Boots. Uh, just get him towards uh, a quicker way towards the belt, man, because I feel like what the WBA doing with Boots is some bullshit, man. Like, I don't see this. Yesterday really just proved it because Stan Antonius ain't got no reason. Ain't got no reason at no title shot. And Boots did what he just did to Delorme. But it just went 10 rounds with Delorme, and he getting a title shot with Ugas when Ugas just beat Pacquiao. That don't make no sense. I ain't so, never, since I've been watching boxing, so, the supers are uh, getting mandatory. So that's some bullshit what they doing with Ugas, but you know what I'm saying? I, I feel like Boots deserve a title shot over Stan Antonius. Ain't no way. But uh, hopefully, uh, you know, he get, he get just closer to a title shot. Cut it, cut it. I, I, I don't get his call. He's saying hopefully Boots get a title shot, but then he turned around and said he should fight Batia for that regular belt that, that should disappear. I mean, the, the, the show is about him fighting Earl next. Earl don't got to fight. And he's number three. Porter's number two. Korov is number one. Which means Ennis could easily be the mandatory because Porter's gonna A, win or lose. Which means one or two things. Actually, it means the same thing. He ain't gonna be in them rankings. It don't matter if he win. It don't matter if he lose. He will not stay number two. So theoretically, the motherfucker don't exist in that, in that, in that, in that sanctioning body. He took the fight. 
So if he wins, he becomes a champ and he's not ranked in the IBF. If he loses, he gets de demoted from the IBF rankings for losing. It's how it works. You can't stay in the same place. Now, I don't know. I mean, we've seen stranger shit happen in boxing, like shit we talking about right now. So maybe if he gives a, a, a fight of the year candidate with Crawford, he stays in the same position in the rankings, which could be quite theoretically possible, I guess, like from a fan's perspective. I don't know that you can do that from the sanctioning body rules perspective. So I, I don't know. I feel like fighting Batiev for what? My man been out. We got to Google his name first. Was it him who tested positive or what is it Alexander Busbutin? The point is, I don't remember him. Why hasn't he fought since that Busbutin fight? Let me double check if he fought and I'm out here just forgetting. Because I don't remember him fighting since that Alexander Busbutin fight and one of them dudes tested positive in that fight. Okay, so he did fight once after that with Terry, Terry Chatwood. I never heard of that man in my life. But the Busebutin fight was in 19 and the Chatwood fight was in 20. So he had one fight in 20 and then he just came back. And that's why he's been MIA because that last fight, he said, originally Busebutin won. UD changed by Monaco Commission to a no contest. October 6, 2020, Busebutin tested positive in both A and B samples and was stripped of the titles. So... He did lose to Busebutin, but Busebutin was on that juice. I was right. So, I don't know if that kept him out because he only had that one fight. But this would be a backward step. You know, recommending Boots fight this dude for some regular title that nobody even cares about when you're so highly ranked. For, you know, think about it. Speaking of Earl, Earl did it the same way. He didn't go jumping around. He ain't care. He stood right in the IBF until he got his shot. And he ain't fight a bunch of great names before he got that shot either. Like, he fought some decent names, you know what I'm saying? Some Algeries and things like that, I believe. Um, like a Phil LaGreco. Let me see when his first title shot was Kel Brook. So before Kel Brook, you know, he fought Keith, common opponent, Bundu, Algeri, Van Heerden, LaGreco, Samuel Vargas, Noel Blanos and Ronald Cruz. Shout out to Ronald Cruz and PA, man. Never forget you. My man's in there. And he be listening to the show. And you can even give him credit for Brandon Hopkins, you know. These are, these are all developmental fights, but, like, this is who he fought before he got that belt, and that's all I'm saying. People keep saying, Ennis need to do this, Ennis should fight that. Who the fuck is this world beater, this one former champ, right? Just one former champ. That's it. That's it. He fought one former champ before he got his shot at Kell Brook. And that's because he just stood in his sanctioning body. He waited his turn. He didn't care that he had to go to the UK. He took his shot in his sanctioning body. So, Jerron could do the same. Fuck that fight, Batiev in the WBA. Fuck that shit backwards. Super backwards. Okay. So, let me get to David Maldonado. In New York City, you know, somebody in the chat tell me if y'all hear my dog snoring, man. Maybe snoring hard. I, 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 it's hard, you know. Animals want to be next to you, but they be killing me with the snoring. Uh, let me see. We said David Maldonado in New York City, and he's available. Let's go. Let's go. 
what he done to the boxing world to be number one in the junior weight division. Yo, you hear me? What Can up? you hear me? What's good, Ness? Yo, I wish I was somebody that's bold enough to gamble because I'd be picking them like crazy, man. Um, I told you Boots was going to take this guy out inside three rounds. Boots, and I have a good eye for talent, man. He made adjustments early. Delorme was slipping those jabs. And then after a while, Boots started fainting the jab, and then he started catching him. He started doing the leaping gazelle hook. He caught him with that overhand right. I'm going to be straight up with you, man. I think Boots destroys Errol Spence inside seven rounds. Easy work. Spence is too basic for Boots. And um, as far as Josue Vargas, once again, I picked that. I picked the same outcome as well. I just didn't think it would happen in the first round. Um, Puerto Rican fighters right now are the new Dominican fighters, bro. They're not, they're not what they used to be. I knew he was going to get beat, but damn, he got knocked out the first round in his living room in front of his family. His brother was crying. It's crazy, man. Yo, everybody um, keep bringing up going the brother. On? Man, you better cry if I lose if you my brother. Damn. <laughs> I know, but yo, you know what it is? I, I also knew he was going to lose, and I like Jose Vargas, man. I met I met his trainer a few times. He's a real cool dude, Jose Guzman. And, um... He started, you know, he started that, that situation at the, at the face-off that was kind of unnecessary. And a lot of times when Puerto Rican fighters do that with Mexicans, I already know what's going to happen, you know. That's the same thing when Chavez for Rosario. Yo, he ain't getting no love in the comment section for that. Like, people doubling down on them comments like, oh, that's what he get. He was mad disrespectful. You know, that... That that law is gonna be hard to overcome because he was so he had so much bravado uh, in the build up. But uh, yeah, let me get to some more callers, man. Who's up on the line? Let's see. What is going on here? All right. Uh, I think we got CYP. What up? Yo, 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 yo. Um, I want everybody to to admit this. The name Boots is a, it's not a good nickname, right? Geronimo Ennis is a better nickname. Geronimo is what opponents yell as they fall into the canvas. Geronimo Ennis is what I'm calling him from now on. I don't think that. Anybody's ducking him. If you're 30 plus years old with a belt, I think you're playing smart business because in my opinion, he beats everybody right now, not named Bud. And next year, he I might change my mind. But right now, Geronimo Ennis beats everybody, Spence included, Thurman included, Porter included, except for Bud right now, in my opinion. Next year, another fight, it might be a wash, no matter if they have belts or not. He may be the best welterweight, in my opinion. It may never happen on paper because those 30-plus-year-old fighters do not need to be fighting no 24-year-old young phenoms 
and losing. There's no need for them to do that. And I'm being honest. If I was their trainer, I'd be like, we're not fighting that dude because, for one, he's too young. And second, he might win. CYPL. That's strange that your energy changes for, you know, Crawford. Like, don't fight. But, I mean, don't fight Ennis. That, like, you said he beats everybody except Crawford right now. But you also said you would advise people not to fight him because he's too young. But then you criticize Canelo for fighting people that's older. So, I don't know. That seems like what you want the young Ennis to do. You know, he's if, if he can't fight Crawford, who's he going to fight? Oh, yeah, Delorme, who's older. Okay, okay. I don't know. I mean, look, at 24, I guess he is young. Damn, ain't that Shakur's age, right? We just figured that out, and, and Colbert is 25. I don't know, but Floyd did it, though. Shouldn't Crawford, Earl, not even Crawford, Earl. It's just only Crawford, Earl, who can do it. Because Floyd fought Canelo early, you know? Better get him early. Better get him early. Rather than late. I think right now is the right time to get him because, you know, we've seen it twice now from Lipinets, who's, you know, what, 35? Did he start at 35? 35? So, you know, let me double check that since I got his box right open. Um, mm, okay, he started at 40. He started at 40. They moved up one division, you know. Uh, but he hit him with the right, same way the Lomé hit him. And let me go back to Libin. Yes, what, what was his resume? Uh, his uh, 63% KO, you know, cool. But when he moved up the welterweight, who did he KO? Bonet? Nope, decision. Um, Porter? No, excuse me, Peterson? Yep. At least you did that. Danny ain't do that. And nah, Jaynar, nope, nope. Clayton, nope. Yeah, and you lost to Ennis. So, I mean, his welterweight power don't, you know, he got a 67%, 66% knockout ratio, but his, that ratio is not, it wasn't established in the welterweight division. Uh, so, again, he landed that right on Ennis. And Delorme, you know, actually, Delorme started at 47, got knocked down to 40 by by the dude Bradley beat, which was Lewis Carlos Abrego. So he should have always had decent power, but he was never a puncher. Let me see. His knockout ratio is at 50%, which is, I guess, for the amount of fights he's had, right, which is should be, what, 31 or 4, 2, 32 fights? And you, you you consider he's fought some pretty tough opposition. 50% ain't bad. Did he knock out Lundy? Nope. Split. Damn, Molina knocked out Lundy. Um, what's his other biggest win? He beat Tremaine Williams and he ain't knocked him out. He should have knocked him out. That dude ruined fucking... Pritchard Cologne's life. 
yeah, he ain't really getting no name knockouts. He ain't even knock out Corinne Mayfield, but that he was always tough. That dude was a tough SOB. He was a little uh, Matt, I would love to see. I guess Mayfield's way too old now. But yo, for anybody that's been watching boxing long enough to know Mayfield's career, it would have been an interesting fight. Actually, I think Batiev still wins because he's just his tank is amazing. Mayfield didn't have the best tank. But those two dirty fighters, that shit would have been crazy. Yeah, I mean, DeLorme got a 50% KO ratio, but he ain't knocked nobody out. I mean, literally no one of note. No one. You know, no one that's worth talking about. So Ennis ain't been hit by an, uh, uh, like a, a real fighter. Uh, puncher, wrong word. I meant to say puncher. We got to consider that. He ain't, he ain't fight a real puncher yet. Uh, and he's being hit by smaller dudes. You know, and by smaller, obviously, you got to keep in mind, regardless that DeLorme started at 47, he was able to suck down after he got knocked out to Abregu, suck down a, and have an entire 140 career. Like he, he stood at 144 for a minute before he came back up. Um, but CYP, what up? I don't got my phone, so I'm taking your word for it. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'll set it on the cash app. But no, listen to me. If... Bud, if, if, if Geronimo was Canelo at 24, 25, 26, I would say go ahead and fight them dudes. But he's not. Canelo had a whole country behind him. He's pay, he was on the pound for pound list. He was already a champion. That dude brings something and gets to pick the dudes he fights. I'm not going to go that far and tell you that Geronimo has is, is got that kind of cachet. I'm not, I'm not even going to play that game because all I'm going to be doing is being mad and arguing and screaming for the next two years because nobody want to fight him. He ain't offering nobody $10 million, nobody $5 million, nobody $3 million, nobody no bills. He ain't offering that. All he's offering you is an ass whooping and a plane crash. Don't nobody want that? Them tickets are sold out. Don't nobody want to be in the front seat of that plane crash when it's going down. Geronimo. Let's <laughs> see why be out. No, I hear you, man, but that you making an excuse for your favorite fighter and for other people's favorite fighter to say he don't bring nothing to the table, he ain't Canelo. Um, <coughs> you're right, he ain't Canelo. Uh, we only making it about Canelo for the, for, the, for the situation, not the finances, not the economics, for the situation where it put Floyd in boxing. He picked the biggest, baddest dude on the block. He walked up to him. And he smacked him. That's what Floyd did. You telling these dudes, nah, you already running the block, man. Get your little mans to shoot him. <laughs> Floyd ain't do that. I get it that for Floyd, the, the, the master, the green print, the dude to give, I get it. I get for you, you feel it's an unfair comparison because Floyd got so, many, so much economics from that fight that it was worth the risk, is what you'll say. Or what... Someone else's favorite fighter's fan is going to say to defend their favorite fighter. But the truth is, Floyd still walked up to the biggest, baddest fighter in, the, in, in boxing. And he, and he showed him, you ain't on my fucking level. It's just that's all that matters. You understand? Um, and I would love for one of these dudes to do that. Go straight up to, the, to Boots. They saying you the one, let's fight. Because that's what Crawford was trying to do to Earl. Thurman ducking you, you the truth. Floyd, Floyd blessed you. Floyd said you the guy. Let's fight. Let's fight. He ain't care about economics and 
you know, I'm sorry to to Brandon, you know, the captain, Stonebone, the general, you understand? J-Mac, probably the lieutenant of the bartenders. Like, y'all got to get me in there. I was blinded. I didn't notice the story, the way it, it's, it, you know, how could you know everything that's happening? But listening to Bud, listening to Bud and his reasons as to why he turned his attention to Earl, I'm like, damn, well, okay, you're right. Thurman, Thurman was trying to fight Horn, telling you to get a belt. You know, you was calling out Earl who, you know, at that time he wasn't the big fish. So it wasn't about economics. So if it ain't never been about economics for Bud, it shouldn't be about economics for anybody that want to step up to the plate and fight the young Jerron Boutsenis. You see, I just had Shakur on this show and I said, look, man, I ain't, I love you. You from my hometown. You from North New Jersey and all that. I want to see you do great, but... Tank ain't unifying, nor he, nor nor does he have to. He's still one of the biggest names in the sport. He doing it his way, jumping around. House of Pain style, showing my age, jump around. Um, but that's what I wouldn't mind Shakur to do. Like, don't say you and Tank is a big fight a year from now to yet. You could jump up right now and beat him. You out here sparring welterweights. Like, I get it. Everybody, you know, oh, Unify, oh, Undisputed. Uh, yo, Canelo just started doing that, and he was still the biggest name in the sport. Did he unify by the time he fought Floyd, or did he get the Floyd fight with one belt? Or what, did he have two? He probably, I don't know, I'm going to have to check Canelo's resume to make sure he ain't have a WBC at the time he fought Trout, and Trout won that WBA from Cotto. Possibly, I'm... Could be right or wrong. I don't know. Counterpunch, uh, CYP. Uh, this, this is kind of simple. Simple for me. Simple, simple. Floyd did 2.4 million pay-per-view vibes with Canelo. If Canelo could not bring that in, he would have ignored him, just like he ignored Keith Thurman. Floyd Mayweather about making money. It's not about nothing else. Canelo got the fight because he brought in money to the cash cow. He brought in records to the cash cow. If, Joe, if, if, if Geronimo could do that, then hell yeah. Boots, um, Bud, fight him, Earl, fight him. All y'all do that if he can get you with 500000 on pay-per-view. If he can do it, yeah, 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 go ahead, make that fight. But y'all know he can't. And so that's going to be the reason why you say, no, I'm not going to fight him. This is, not about, this is not about who's good and who's not good. This is about if he's worth the risk. It's not worth the risk. With Floyd, it was worth the risk. 2.4 million pay-per-view buys? Now, if y'all disagree with that, cool, disagree, man, because I ain't got time to school y'all. Not no more today. See how I pee out. Yeah, but champ, you just doubled down on your argument. You 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 didn't present anything new. You just said the same thing. You're keeping it about economics, and you know I get it. I get it that you know for me, I guess my my debate is weak because I'm using Floyd, whose situation did bring economics, but it's still the only situation that exists of the older man fighting the very popular younger man. Uh, now, again, I'm, I'm agreeing. Boots don't bring a country. But, 
you as a fight fan are making it about economics. Again, you can choose my line. I'm living in the reality, you know, that we live in, which is if you don't bring economics, you don't get the big fight. But 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 that that doesn't mean that we don't, as fans, stop asking for it. You know, saying same way I asked Shakur on my interview to fight Tank. Now, fuck unifying. You could come back and unify. Same way Canelo did. Let me go check. Because when Canelo fought... Where is his name? Boom, Floyd. And then he fought Canelo. What year was that? Bear with me, fellas. Floyd's resume is so thick, you can't find Canelo. There it goes. You know, I'm looking for Canelo, and they got him as Saul, man. Nobody used that shit. He bigger than both names. He used one. So, going into... Oh, he was unified, you fucker. He had the WBC and WBA. When he beat Trout. So he went into that fight with both belts. All right. That's more, that's more, that's more like, you know, that's better for Floyd. He was beating a, a very popular unified champion. Right? Wait, am I reading this right? Let me double check. All right. So he beat Trout. Yeah, he beat Trout for the fucking WBC and the WBA. And then he fought Floyd for the same belt. Yeah. You know, so 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 Floyd had more reason. You know, okay, he was unified, uh, but I still say take out the big bad wolf. Stop making excuses. As fight fans, you know, we shouldn't be talking about economics. We should be talking about the best versus the best, because that's gonna sell in itself. Usually. When the best are fighting the best, it sells. And and we'll see that with Porter. We've seen that. Uh, and we'll see it with Porter Crawford. We've seen that when Earl fought Porter. You know, people care about those fights. So I, I think that, you know, any of those top names that turned their attention to Ennis to give them a shot, we are definitely going to tune in or pay. I know I would, but I pay for everything. That's been proven. Uh, we got Philadelphia MD. What up, champ? Literally, you turned into a champ today on members. What's good? What's going on? Can you hear me, Ness? Yes, sir. All right. Nah. Are we not in the tank? Are we not in the tank? Ain't this why we here? I stated before when I first called in. My first call, it was a problem. He got hit with two right hands, but he stood in the pocket because he had to have a spectacular for um performance because he knew the pressure was on him. I don't think he'll fight like that against the the top guys in the class. I had a whole different uh uh stream I was going to give you guys, but the last caller got me going to. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Hello. I had some cards. Oh, okay. In the I'm back, going. Though. No, nah, it's not the cartoons, the NFL. Oh. But what I was going to say to wrap it up was 
I'll at least call us in about the numbers, 500,000, 2.5 million in regards to Floyd Mayweather and Canelo. But my thing is, Porter and Bud is not going to do those type of numbers. Why wouldn't Ennis get that opportunity? We see him coming. He's coming. Why not? Porter and Bud is not going to do those numbers. They're not going to do nowhere near 500,000. And I love that fight for uh, Bud. But there's no way they're doing. There's no way they're doing five hundred thousand. There's no way that fight is going. You can see the brain, and not the whole drill, because I know you got a lot of callers. The brain cuts the interview with Terence Crawford. It's like they not selling that fight. Porter's trying his best to sell it. They can't sell that fight. That fight not going to do five hundred thousand. Why can't Boots get his fight? And you made the point to the people. They should get Boots now while he green. You let him. You let him get more confidence. It's not going to be like this. Like in a year or two, it's not. You want to get him now. Like Mayweather did Canelo. Get him early. Because if you wait, you're going to watch this, this guy being the king of the division for the next two years until he move up to 154. And that's my call. Appreciate it, Uh And that's what I don't want, man. Like, I forgot who said that. I think it was KC Boxing in D.C. talking that crazy shit like, let Boots fight all the little names like Stanonius and and Batiev and Jamal James. I'm like, what the freak? Bro, I ain't not, like, I, I, yo, I might have put some roadblocks on a fighter before, too. I might have, you know, I, I, everybody I think is guilty of, you know, oh, man, you know, he should fight this dude first. I think he need to fight this dude first. Like, I think we all been guilty of that. But, like, man, I ain't never gave the whole bottom half of the division that don't nobody care about. Like, I ain't never said, man, I think Wilder... Need to fight Robert Hellenius. Oh, oh, I think uh, AJ need to fight Dave Allen. Like, what the? I did say that, but that was off off of laws, <laughs> you know. And I ain't mean no disrespect. But listening to AJ's interview, now I know. Like, he thought I was disrespectful. He like, man, what type of dude are you? If you telling me to take a tune up instead of going back into war? And I'm like, damn, I guess I ain't a warrior, man. You got that warrior's mentality. I'm trying to keep them belts on you, champ. I'm trying to. Trying to keep you as a franchise, man. But I think I missed the counterpunch. I don't know. Is this from... Oh, no, that was CYP and we did that, right? And then... We got it all right. All right. So we all caught up. Let me double check here. Um, Is this the king? Is this the king of Essex? Just like the king is what I mean. I mean, the king is what I mean. I mean. Hey, top of the morning, TBV community. Skipper, what's good, baby? What up? Hey, um, I just want to be clear because I don't want to get nothing misconstrued. Uh, you suggesting that Shakur should should be a, a willing alternate? For this uh, tank fight, now's the time. Hell, why not? I mean, is Tank unifying, or is he still not one of the biggest names in boxing? So, just hypothetically, I'm just tired. I'm, of, I'm you. tired I'm pulling of people. You. I'm tired of people saying, "Nah, he got it. He got he got business in his own division." Uh, nah, man, you great. If you great, you can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> now, you know how sharp of a double-edged sword that is, bro? Because on one hand, I feel you, because I believe Shakur is that great. And I definitely don't want to come across like a protector, but um, I don't know. I, and I guess I would sound like a protector if I jump out there and say that fight ain't ready, right? Because what kind me, of statement is that that fight isn't question. ready? You want to talk double-edged sword? Let me ask you Go a ahead. question. 
where would Shakur be in the history books if his next fight he beat Tank? Won't that be his 17th oh, wow. fight? Ain't that his 17th fight? What did Floyd do in 17 fights? We we talk about Floyd being great because he fought Hernandez at the time that he fought him. And we talk about uh, uh, Tyson being great because he was a heavyweight champ at the age. I'm, I'm just saying, if you... Danny, Danny yeah. is going to go down in history because he was a... At 27 years old, Danny was already a unified and two-division champ. So, like... I mean, and not only not only that, he fought his contemporaries. He yeah. fought his contemporaries, and I think that's a big thing. So that fight being about when you talk about just purely best fighting the best, why wouldn't you want to see it fighting contemporaries? I'm with you a thousand percent. And I, I guess you know, there's fight, a part man. of me. I, I love it, but there's part of me that says the game is just so disposable. Will they respect? I know I will when I wake up in the morning. We'll have a live fight chat and everything, but will the boxing game respect either gentleman if they have a loss after that fight, knowing Hell the yeah. high level check Hell that yeah. it is? Listen to me. I hope so. Listen to me. First of all, the true boxing fans call in and say about Tank that we, that we ain't even seen him box yet. That's what the true boxing fans say. Then, you know, you got this kid who is the epitome of a boxer. Versus the puncher. That's 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 the marketing classic. But but then you got the twist that Tank mm. could also box. And then you double down on the twist that, that Shakur just showed, hey, I got power too. This is the fight. Like, there's no yeah. greater fight. Who cares about Tank yeah. and Tiafimo? Like, Tiafimo got his own problems with Devin. You know, everybody got a dance you know. partner. Yeah. I know it's easy for us to say, yeah, well, Tank could fight Ryan. No, the fuck he can't. Look at Ryan, man. He's a he's a fucking a head case. And Devin And you deserved, know what else too? Devin deserved Tio. All the shit Tio talk. And I think he made the email belt shit. Don't give Tank Tio. No. Tank was supposed to fight Ryan, who went hiding. So yeah, Tank is available for Shakur to steal. He the super fight and anyway. And tiny legacies to each other. He the super fight anyway. Yeah, yeah why, tiny why, legacies. Why do I want to fight Valdez on ESPN Plus? Man, get the fuck out of here, man. Give me the tank super fight. Yeah, you got some good points, Mr. Gibbs. I guess that's why everybody loves the Boxing Voice, the most dangerous podcast on the planet. This is it. You got to be able to stand on your one-twos and speak your piece right there. I'm going to be back with y'all tonight on the flagship show, as always. I'm going to get out the way and let you keep it moving, Skipper. Full steam ahead. All right. All right. Like, yo, don't get me wrong, man. I, I don't want my Mexican fans to get it twisted. Anybody and everybody wants the age-old, you know, Afri African-American versus the Mexican. Ah, okay, but, like, stop. I know fights need to happen, but we all going to have Shakur as a overwhelming favorite like it would be an upset if Valdez won this fight is not 50-50 in anyone's mind but I bet you I'm gonna end this poll man y'all know I'm all alone so this is gonna take some time we got enough votes and, 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 and I think we could come to a conclusion here if Earl Spence versus Keith Thurman is next is that considered ducking Ennis 31% said yes, 
35 said no. 15 said no way. I'd rather Ennis next and 20. If he fights Ortiz, it's okay. So, so the truth is everyone that said no way I'd rather Ennis next, Sim, uh, you know, also doesn't want Keith. Obviously, so they have to consider it. Now I can't, I can't just sway their answers. But look, these are the answers. It seems that you know the Earl Spence fans are out there and they win. You know, no, Earl's been waiting. <laughs> He's been wanting Thurman all of a sudden. These guys are funny as hell. Meanwhile, you know Thurman's on fight hype, begging for the fight, according to Earl Spence fans. Now today, Earl's been wanting Thurman. <laughs> Anything to save your favorite fighter, I swear to God. But my new pole, my new pole, because I ain't, I ain't got nowhere to go. I left my watch and my fucking phone in the other room updating. But my new pole is, how do I do it? How do I do it? Because this fucking pole system is so uh, restricted. But I want to ask, basically, um... I guess I have to put it in the options first, right? Like, uh, Shakur, right? Shakur versus Valdez. Damn, I ain't gonna have enough characters. 50 50. Let me see if I get it. 50. 50. Ooh, we got it. It fits. Is Shakur versus Valdez 50 50. No, that's not how it is. I have to change that. I have to put Shakur versus Valdez is 50-50. Shakur versus Valdez is 50-50 because that's my question, man. I don't think it is. I think we're not stupid. Um, I think Shakur, or should I say Tank, versus Shakur. is 50-50. I don't think this poll is going to work. This is more conversation. I can't. I don't think I can get it off with these dumbass limited answers, fucking characters. Because I need you to tell me, well, I want you to tell me that Shakur versus Valdez is not 50-50 so that I can pat myself on the back being the narcissist that I am. But I also need to give you the options of Tank versus Shakur being 50-50 and you proving me wrong, right? So I don't have enough options because I would need to put like, no, Valdez versus Shakur is 60-40 and all that craziness, man. So we just might have to converse this one in the chats section because um, I don't I don't know how to think about it. I don't know how to put, put it into these limited fucking words uh characters there's only 35 characters mm, but i got so far shakur versus valdez 50 50 is 50 50 tank versus shakur is 50 50 and then i guess i can put no maybe i need to put what fight is more competitive, right? Should I just go with that? Or what's the better fight? What's the better fight? Let's try that one first. We'll give that one a few minutes. What 
What's the better fight? See, is so many people are wrapped up in traditional boxing too. They're gonna be like, no, he's got business at one thirty. Let him let him clean up his area. Like, bro, I get it. I get all that, but what's the better fight? Right? What's the better fight? Shakur versus Valdez. Or Tank versus Shakur. Or fuck it. I know that I ain't even gonna put Chris, because every time I put Chris, y'all don't want that, but he's that he's that option at 35. Um, all right, let's give him an option though. Let's give Shakur Shakur versus Russell Jr. All right? That's not a bad option. And Tank. I, I love the Tank Gary fight too, man. You know, but they don't want to give us none of that. What else is out there that people would rather see Shakur do than fight Tank? Loma. That's what it is. Right? People are going to talk, oh, on his side of the street, he's got Loma. That's what he needs to do. Let's see. Let's see if that is the case. Um, let me see what I got. J-Mac, did you get your boomerang, champ? If not, I got a few super chats I got to get to. Um, did you? Did you? No, I ain't get it. You talking to me, Dash? I'm talking to the Mac attack. Oh, Oh, shit. Uh, I ain't been listening. Uh, get my boomerang and CYP. I ain't been paying attention. Yo, get the hell out my line, man. Over here, not paying attention and shit. Thank you, hater. Boomerang, my Jimbe. Yes. Yes. The, the poll should be uh, which fight is 50-50? Shakur Tank, Shakur Valdez. I think that's, I mean, it's pretty, I don't even know if that should be a, a, um, a poll because let's be honest, man. I mean, that, that Valdez fight might be 65-35, really. Uh, nobody thinks he really has an opportunity. But he is in that Reynoso camp, and Reynoso does seem to, you know, be a very good uh, strategic type of trainer. Um, so who knows? Who knows? I, I do think... I mean, if we're going to give Valdez one thing, I think we're going to have to give him that he has the better train. And that's about it. Um, but, yeah, man. Uh, yo, but I was just checking. Um, 140, bro. That that division is looking stacked right now. I think it actually might look better than 147 at this point. Yeah, um, I don't know about all that. Bro, I would like to see uh, Surreal versus Regis or Tank versus either one. I mean, uh, Cepeda and Taylor is, is, Who the fuck is, is that a great guy? fight. Who? Surian? Come on, bro. man. You know, he's, he's the monster of the division. Bro, none of them dudes' names, man. All right, but who, who would you rather have, though? I mean, look, they're talking about Isaac Cruz is you, pretty you, much you trying to put tank, tank. You trying to put Tank at 140 when he's already let go of his 140 belt, establishing that he's not going to be there. But you need him there because that division is barren. No one cares about all the belts that your man Josh Taylor got. And that's exactly what I'm telling Shakur. Like, 
We don't got to move traditionally anymore. Canelo didn't move traditionally. Floyd didn't move traditionally. And I don't see motherfucking uh, Tank moving traditionally. You know what I mean? We don't need to, We don't always got to unify and undispute, man. I mean, did Floyd undispute? Am I missing something? Which division? No. No. Um, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. I mean, boxing has, uh, you know, it has so many belts. You can kind of, you know, pick and choose the way you want to go. You don't need, you don't need to do what everybody else wants you to do. I mean, it's, it's really, shit. instead of boxing, it should just be called the ducking game because it happens all the time. Be serious, uh, and if that's the way that we want our sport to go, then fine. Man, let's, if, let's I was, if I was, if I was, I mean, I guess, Shakur, I, guess, I guess, Shakur, you know, at the end of the day, you know, what I want for Shakur obviously ain't what he want for himself. He said it clear, you know, he ain't moving up to one, uh, four thirty-five or nothing like that. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. but. No, look, you know. what he said, I respect completely. I mean, my man, even on Twitter, I think it was yesterday, yesterday or Friday, he was going after the Ikagawa uh, winner. Like, my man wants everybody, everybody. Uh, and you got to respect that. There's not too many boxers that are trying to do that. I really believe that he, he might be, after Ward, he might be the only fighter that is willing to face everybody. Mm. Well, uh, let me get to some other calls. I was about to say, you know, he said like, yo, he ain't going to 35 yet. And, you know, it reminded me of... I know my body. Yeah, I know Shakur body. Shakur know my body. And the fact that like, I'm sitting here thinking I know Shakur's body. Like, I don't know if he can move up. You understand? Because... You know, if I had it my way and this was fight night champions, I'm taking Shakur and I think Shakur could beat Mikey. Not because I seen something in Mikey versus Sandor. That's not why. We bring Mikey down to 140, 135, whatever he could do. I just think Shakur's so fast, even if he had to move up, he could still beat Mikey. Depending on the fight, the fight cannot be above 140. You know, it can't be above 140. But again, based on our interview, he like, yo, I respect Bud. I won't talk about our sparring. Like, you trying to tell me. I, You don't need to tell me. I've been doing this almost 12 years. I know exactly what that means. That means that you think you've been getting the better of him and you ain't going to put that out there. And I don't want to hear what nobody else got to say. I don't care about, uh, how you interpret it. That's what that means to me. You understand? You These dudes talk about everybody else. When you, talk, when you don't talk about somebody, it's for a reason. You understand? Because cause the way you do talk about them is like, nah, you know, Bud is, he next level. Nah, he said, I respect Bud. I ain't going to talk about our sparring. Mm, okay. Uh, I'm going to take that the way I want. I know my body. Yeah, I know Shakur body. Shakur know my body. I know, I know Shakur body. <laughs> I'm going to take it the way I want. I don't care. And I, that makes me delusional, maybe. That's okay. got to be. You got to be. You know what I mean? I want greatness. I want greatness out of him, man. I, I can see it. I can see I've been saying it, but this performance proved it, and it just feels like, look, Shakur could fight Tank because uh, Jamel was a natural 35. Remember, he moved down to 30. 
So on fight night, Jamel ballooning up. Y'all see how big Jamel is, man. Don't give me that he can't fight Tank. Do Tank right now. Huge fight. James in Alabama says, Floyd tried to get his little man Spence to shoot Keith. Hey, I know. And that's what I'm saying. Like, they put they put the the, the no belt man Keith, you know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, Earl in front of Keith. So why can't we put the no belt Ennis in front of these other champs? I don't get that logic. I don't get that logic, man. Um, we got... James doubling down. Shout out to you. Tank versus Shakur can only happen in Atlanta. Oh, my God. Don't say Atlanta, bro. It won't fit. We It ain't going to be enough of us. It ain't going to be enough seats. I'm telling you. No way. In Atlanta, that would be amazing. Like, don't get me wrong. We really, truly don't know what Shakur brings to the table. He, he allegedly only had like 6,000 tickets in Atlanta. But it's always about dance partners, man. We've seen that with Gennady Golovkin. You know what I mean? He did mediocre or less than mediocre numbers because honestly under 200 is not considered a win and anyone i never done an interview with an executive you know not peter nelson not uh what's my man paul whatever from the old new new, new, new hbo not lou DeBella, who was the head of hbo not espinoza who is the head of showtime none of them dudes i've ever interviewed and told me two hundred thousand is uh you know or excuse me under two hundred thousand is good never 200, 250 is usually a network safe zone. Uh, so um, I think that being said, when Gennady got with Canelo, they blew the numbers out the water. So, you know, maybe Tank and Shakur, because you, you know, we got to believe Tank could lose to tell our friends to tune in. That's all. You know, we got to believe he could lose. And, uh, you know, with the Shakur hype, I mean, how do you even sell this, right? Imagine ESPN trying to sell this. Both of these dudes, they consistently comparing or resembling the Floyd in whatever reason. But my bad, I see a bunch of callers. LV, I see you got a counterpunch. What up? I told you we're going to talk boxing. We got to give my, my poll time to grow. Get the fuck out of here, man. Please. Don't rush. Don't rush. Don't rush greatness. Even though I'm trying to rush Shakur. What up, LV? What up, what up? Nah, I'm just going off what I said on my call. I'm not just saying Ennis deserve a title shot. I'm just saying he deserved one over Stantonius. And if I'm going off Stantonius' resume, Boots Ennis' resume is better than his. He he just stopped the lawmaker who he just went, Stantonius went 10 rounds with. He stopped them in one round, and he stopped Lippinitz, who ain't never been stopped before. So if I'm going off what they done, he deserved was title shot over Stantoni. That's what I'm saying. But since they, he ain't going to be able to get it, let's get the regular belt, and that'll get him closer to that, oops, that super, whoever wins that. Yeah, I mean, my, again, my only issue with you, champ, was obviously you threw in Batiev. Like, oh, Boots should fight Batiev for that regular. I'm like, what the hell for him? You know, he going to have an option at three belts. Uh, two belts. If he just stayed the mandatory to Earl Spence, he get a shot at two. You can't. He can't. He can't only defend one. He got to defend them both. So, you know, if I'm menacing his team, I'm going the IBF route. Everybody know the IBF route is the way to go if you want your mandatory. Why? IBF made Tyson Fury 
take his mandatory, what he did, he had to vacate. IBF made Earl Spence uh, Kelbert take his mandatory, he had to fight Earl. You know, IBF made Hunter Hergovich, you know, go into an eliminator, Hunter had to dip off. You understand? IBF don't play uh, when it comes to that Mando. So I suggest, Ennis, you stay right there. You stay right there. Because the worst part about that gamble is you only get one belt because you're in the IBF rank, and if somehow Earl loses before you get your shot, you still ranked in the IBF, so you don't get the shot at the WBC. But there should not be a losable fight for Earl before Ennis. Truth be told, I mean, if Ennis get on his game, if Cameron done, I got to get Cam. I'm going to send my, oh, I don't got my fucking phone. Let me see. I can send it from my computer. I'm about to send Brandon Cameron Duncan's number right now and his publicist's number right now. We got to get Cameron on here. Is he going to press the IBF for this fight? Next. Next, man. Can you get a man, though? And then we'll get a sense, too. As the man behind it, right? As the man behind the, the, the money, or should I say, as the money behind the fighter, we'll get a sense as to what he thinks. Um, as to what where, where he thinks Boots is. Like, is he willing to put Boots in a fight with uh, Earl next? Is that really, really wants the IBF to do? Does he, or does he want an elimination bout first? Does he think he needs to get some more rounds first? Because, you know, what we want and what they want, two different things. Two different things. Damn, I got so many Emily numbers. This is a bullshit. Sheesh. Can I send all these at once? Nope. All right, I'm gonna have to send you those later, bruv, because I got two, I got like three of his publicist numbers. But I got Davidian Buffalo Falls. What up? Yeah, what's good, Ness? What up? Um, I'm just, I'm just listening, basically. Not nah, good shows, as always. I'm just listening. I'm in the gym, actually. You the champ. I got Mr. PBC. What up? Mr. PBC, baby. Boxingwords.com. I'm the fighter. Canelo talking about he believes he can win. Go to my kitchen. Get the sharpest knife. You cut the bullshit out. I don't care what you do good. I do every fucking thing great. Mr. PBC, baby. Yo, yo, Mr. PBC. Oh, my bad, my bad. I forgot to press the unmute button. Uh, what's good, what's good? Good morning. Best part of waking up is when TBV is in my cup. Um, I would like Earl Spence to fight boots. Um, I would like to see a lot of fights. But um, I would like to see Keith Thurman, too. I mean, I really wish we can get him on the show and see where he's, where, see where he's going. With his mindset. And um Blair I seen um Blair Cobbs got in the face of Rose Spence. Yeah. I Not mean uh Earl boots, Spence, boots, boots, boots. 
I would like to see that too. I mean, I, I think Blair Cobbs brings the energy. Uh, Boots kind of brings the swag. And, you know, you know, less words, more action type of dude. And uh, I definitely want to see that fight. Or um, Virgil Ortiz steps up. I mean, they're right, they're toe to toe with each other. Um, but Keith Thurman, I would like to see what he's gonna do. Maybe you know, you can go in his little camp and stuff. See what's up. But Shakur Stevenson, I want to see him fight Chris Colbert, a hundred percent. I don't care about Chris Colbert's body. Uh, I don't care about if they got beef. I want to see them fight. I've been saying that. That's my call. Um, who is next? I think that's everybody. Keem, we got you, right? Oh, Lids Low, what up, champ? Get your ass in the ring. Hey, no, I'm going to be boxing motherfuckers like this. Hey, daddy. Boxing figure man's game. This is dollar beat. Skill. Up here. You got to be out thinking, motherfucker. That's why I love boxing boxing boxing. What's happening, man? What up? Solo, dolo. Yes, sir. Scarface, no Manolo. Making it happen, man. That's what's happening, man. Uh, this is what I say, man. Uh, since all the young books that done came in now, they ready to get it in. Go ahead and let, uh, since uh, Stanley Owners got Ugas, go on and let uh, Ennis get uh, early. Earl want that. And then... After we take care of Porter, going to send Ortiz sideways. So that way we can see why all the young gunners, but good, you know what I'm saying, see where they really at with it. Because I see if they want to fight, man, who are we to tell them they ain't ready? You feel me? So if they want to get it in, let's get it cracking. Now, this whole Blair and Ennis thing is interesting also. Like you said, Ness, if somebody coming at you, don't don't turn the other cheek, man. Go on ahead and see what he's talking about. If that's the fight that you can get next, let's get it cracking. Uh, Which fight? All right, Shakur. Uh, that that old uh, Blair and um yeah, and Ennis. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad at that. I wouldn't be mad at that. Uh, far as Shakur, man, uh, I feel you. What you're trying to do with the the tank thing, I dig it. Um, I but I I'm, I, I want to keep it a hundred with myself. So like I hold Tio up, so he need to clean out his division and fight Devin. I'm gonna keep the same energy. So um, I ain't got no problem with the fight, but I would rather. Shakur, go ahead and collect them belts. The man say he want to be undisputed. I ain't knocking that. So, but I ain't, I ain't knocking the fight with Tank neither. So, that's why I'm at with You know me, Ness. I want to see fights, bro. So, shout out to everybody. Shout out to my guy, Baldy. Shout out to Jago. Everybody stay up, man. Yeah, man. I mean, look. Canelo ain't undisputed. And he unified in his third division. He unified at 54. You know, uh, not at 47, not at 40. Uh, it ain't that big a deal, man. You know what I mean? I think I think we should be more worried about the big fights or the good fights. Like, it ain't that big a deal. Damn, man, there's some whack news right here. The replacement, I, don't even, I ain't even going to waste that on y'all right now. Majid, you good? What did, oh, look who's in the building, stainless... Red belt, black belt, W-O and green. I'm Q. 
Chain. Undisputed GOAT TBE. And you can catch the news first on TBV. Voice of the people, people now let me speak. Scientists of the sweet, B O X I N G. Yo, TBV, what's good? What up? Yo, I ain't been on all week, man. And I missed all them freaking fights yesterday because I wasn't on my podcast keeping me updated, man. I had no one to blame but myself. But I did see the, uh, I guess it's highlights. It looked like it was the whole round of the fight with Boots and Delorme. So it mm-hmm. looked like he, he, he pulled himself right again. So I saw Jamar James lost last night. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Zepeda. Zepeda got a, a first round knockout too. So I'm looking forward to watching that when I get home. But uh, it looked like, like I was, like I said, uh, what a month ago, man. It's 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 at least three divisions that's about to be shook up, man. So, you know, what I'm saying we we got we got the big fight next week. I'm excited about, you know, what I'm saying we got another big fight just a few weeks after that, man. Boxing looking good right now. Yo, I'm gonna send you the uh the edits, you know, what I'm saying for that for the uh, appreciation party that I put in, and I'm gonna send it back to you when I get off work today, so I can start shooting that out. All right. And that's all I got, man. Yo, I just want to say uh, I wanted to call in earlier this week, man. It's, it's for me and it's for anybody else going through something. I know you're going through something, but you ain't going through it by yourself, man. You know what I'm saying? And just just know you're going to be all right. You're going to come out the other side, too. That's, that's to all the listeners. That's to anybody that just might be listening because we all find ourselves going through something. And I want to wish my mother, uh, Tamara Meadows, a happy 64th birthday. Today's her birthday. As I always say, man, please make sure you push that thumbs up. Share this in every episode of the Boxing Voice Podcast. This is TBV for life. And if you ain't on Patreon, that's because you're stupid. Shout out to T- shout out to BRT. Excuse me. TBV for life. Peace. Alrighty then, Majid, Majid, Majid. If not, I think Intrigue, I don't know, did I get you a boomerang? Hello? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Keith Thurman, man, uh, yeah, we need to get him back on the show and see what's going on, but, uh, I don't know. I I I want him to get the uh one of that uh the Bud Porter, but hopefully uh Boots scared uh Spence uh to fight uh Keith Thurman. So I I'll take either or, you know what I mean? Um but I hope he can get like him a, a tune up in December. But if not, and if he's like he say, he say he's ready to jump in with them, you know, so be it. But uh on the thing I think CYP was saying like uh, Floyd didn't fight Keith Thurman because they wouldn't have did the Canelo numbers. Shit, it would have did. It might not wouldn't have did as big as Canelo, but it would have did n- numbers be- bigger than any of them other Floyd fights that he fought after Canelo. Look what he did with Pacquiao. They did four hundred something thousand. So you telling me a Keith Thurman and uh, Floyd Mayweather press conference? That shit would have been. That shit would have been. It would have did numbers. It's no nobody can say that Thurman and Floyd Mayweather wouldn't have did numbers. He just ducked them. But that's that's my call. All right, all right, all right. Well, that being said, I got Roland Curtis says Jim Gray gave Boots his list. Uh, I don't think he gave Boots the list, right? I think Boots gave the list. But maybe Gray uh, Gray swayed him. He said, uh, 
Spence, Ugas, Crawford, and Porter. Ennis repeats the list verbatim and then adds Thurman at the end. Is this the best order? No, he added Spence at the end. You know what I mean? Definitely added Spence at the end and ended with Spence. To be clear, let's do it one more time. Uh, I've been, I been ready two years ago. That's lining them up, the top, the top five guys. Two years ago, because people are like, yo, man, it ain't been two years. I mean, you know, he's saying two years, not me. You already know. Spence, Ugas, Porter Crawford winner. Spence, Spence Ugas. And look, Gray said Spence, Ugas, Porter Crawford winner. You know, Ennis is going to double down and say, nah, Crawford Porter. Like, he'll take the loser. Porter Crawford, Keith Thurman. Look. I'll take Keith Thurman, who's been out for two years. Y'all know I'm coming Philly in the building. We're taking over this Walter division. Let's get it. Well, that's an awful lot of names. Can you? And now he's going to double down. He said, that's a lot of names. Narrow it down. Who you really want? Narrow it down in your mind who you'd like? Uh, I'm <coughs> Listen up. Ring number three in the IBF, so uh, Earl Spence. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Trying to make it seem like it's me. No, it's you trying to have your favorite fighter, duck. CYP, Boomerang from uh, J-Mac, courtesy of Jordan. Who's the man? What up, what up? What up, J-Mac? Appreciate you. Uh, intrigue, intrigue, intrigue. Man, before I go on intrigue, shout out to Line 6, man. This this is your time to shine. I know a lot of people think what you said about, about Geronimo is crazy. But I think it will age very well, my man. I think you picked a great dude to follow. You're going to be a rich man. You keep betting on that dude. Entry. Thurman back then didn't even have a pay-per-view fight. Thurman had a loud mouth. It was not going to do no, no. <laughs> it wasn't going to do no Floyd numbers. Remember, Floyd did 500 against Berto, and people thought that was a failure. Against Berto, 500 was a failure. Floyd, if you couldn't, if you couldn't treat Floyd with a million, he wasn't even going to talk to you. Let's, let's, let's stop playing. Thurman was not that big back then. He wasn't even on pay-per-view back then. Um, I, 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 I hate doing that, but I had to do it. Other than that, good show, great show. Y'all love what y'all want to love, like who y'all want to like, man. But bottom line is, y'all need to start learning how boxing goes and stop wishing on a star every damn day. God damn. See you right up. <laughs> CYP, CYP, CYP. Come on now. You said Thurman hadn't even had a pay-per-view. Thurman hadn't had a pay-per-view when he went into the Pacquiao fight. And in the boxing climate, in this today's boxing climate, they did 500000 And you said Floyd fought Berto and then 500000 Can anybody in their right mind tell me that a Thurman first Floyd at that time would have not did more than the Birdo fight at that time. It, it would have did way more. He would have been fighting an undefeated, young, hungry fighter like a the, the dude Boots is coming up, calling out. He was knocking out everybody, and he was calling out Floyd. That fight was going to do big fucking numbers. I'm telling you, but that that's all I wanted to say. All right. Well... I think that is it. Nest GTO, Instagram, and Twitter. Catch me at 7 p.m. where we serve everybody crow and we talk many, many more topics. And there's a lot of uh, good results to talk about. We had a lot of good fights. 
Um, and then there's also a lot of good headlines to talk about. We got a super chat coming in from LV Slugger that says, Spence versus Ugas next, then Stenonia's boots can fight. Um, yeah, that ain't going to happen. You know, you just heard CYP. Stop wishing on a star. Stenonius has been ordered to face Ugas. So that is that, you know? So there can be no Spence versus Ugas. Now, let's remember that Spence did say money talks. So hopefully they do send Stenonius a step aside offer. Don't forget that I interviewed Stenonius and I said that and he said, you know, look, I, I'm a fighter, but I will listen to my team. So he will entertain the right offer. They just got to make it. You know, it's not like we haven't went down the street with the parties that be. That being said, 7 p.m. for me. Catch us on the next one. Appreciate you all. Uh, hope you're back at 7 p.m. to talk some more boxing talk. We're going to have a few uh, co-hosts have a nice little round table. And uh, talk some boxing. Peace.